The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com, welcome to a brand new episode. I am your host, Kerry Jackson, and the name of this episode is Conrad Bain. It'll be explained coming up. Uh, this is uh, this episode is really packed. It's got a lot of stuff. Um, well, Shannon and Jay uh, appear for broken news, uh, but the uh, the segments around it in the episode uh, be- because Jay was out of town and so was Jimmy. Uh, we had our friend uh, Kari come in, and she tells an amazing story about how she was friends with Gary Coleman. It's it's fascinating. So stick around for that. Also, uh, comic book legend, legendary artist uh, Chad Harden sits in with us as well on this episode. So it it is packed. It's got a lot of stuff happening in it. So uh, hope you'll enjoy it. I think you will. All right. So let's thank our sponsors for paying for this party. Of course, Doctor Volt's Comic Connection. Uh, open seven days a week. The hold service is free. With that, you get a ten percent discount on your purchases of twenty dollars or more, and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South. Go see them. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Also, Cabin Fever, your go-to shop for uh, tin signs, lunch boxes, coffee table books, retro candy, playing cards, gift wrap, and more. Located in the heart of Trolley Square in downtown Salt Lake. Corner 500 South and 700 East. Cabin Fever is so much more than a New Year's card store. Uh, the Twin Sons Cafe. Chef Daniel has started a GoFundMe campaign uh, to uh, generate some working capital. He needs a beer and wine license, that kind of thing. Uh, if you go to GoFundMe and search Twin Sons, S-U-N-S, Cafe, it will pop up. And there's a link there. Uh, also, Black Velvet Boutique. They are at their new location, 595 South State Street in Clearfield. They're open seven days a week. Our favorite locally owned sexual wellness resources moved to a new location. Go check out the beautiful new Black Velvet Boutique at 595 South State Street in Clearfield. And if you mention uh, Radio from Hell, the morning radio show I work on, you'll get a special discount. All right. Also, Haster Games. Great people at Haster Games. 6831 South State in Salt Lake City. Uh, Not only do they uh, carry the best selection of all the latest board games and magic products, they will buy your pre-owned board games and magic products as well. They're located at 6831 South State. They're open 11 a.m., 10 p.m., Monday through Saturday, and noon to 5 on Sunday. It's a great place to stay and play. And Booze Teak, of course. You'll love the geek barware that they have there. Uh, Ivy has it in. Star Wars, Star Trek, Drink Can Cozies, Han and Leah teacups that say, I love you, I know. And uh, uh, Ivy has uh, started carrying the Funko Pops as well. And her favorite is uh, Death from the Sandman comic because she knew the person who that was based on. Mention Geek Show, you'll get 15% off your purchase at Booze Teak. They are at 315 East Broadway uh, with free parking. All right, let's get to it. The brand new episode is called Conrad Bain. And we'll have a message or two and we'll get right to it. Please to enjoy. 
If you didn't get what you wanted for Christmas, Dr. Volz has got what you need. Go in and get exactly what you want. By Crom, Conan the Barbarian returns to Marvel this month with all new stories from the Age of Sword and Sorcery. The newest issue of The Gull is on Kickstarter now. Cheer as he defeats the robot menace. Laugh as he contends with the irksome squirrel. And cry as he eats hot dogs out of the trash. The new issue of The Gull, live on Kickstarter now. Open seven days a week. The hold service is free. With that, you get a 10% discount on your purchases of $20 or more. And the previews catalog for free. 20 43 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. This is not your everyday cafe, and this is just one indication. F***ing delicious Twin Sons Cafe is. Go eat there, you should. Mexican-influenced Americana cuisine, daily specials, and they're still rocking home delivery, along with a full-service catering. Find comfort food in a cafe inspired by a galaxy far, far away. That's Twin Suns Cafe in Sugar House, 2305 South Highland Drive, just across from the liquor store. Open from 8 to 3 p.m. daily, except Tuesdays. Get details online at TwinSunsCafeSLC.com. Hugs are free. Twin Suns, not your everyday cafe. Out of this f***ing world, it's food is. Welcome back to the basements. God, it's good. It's good to be here. Where am I? She doesn't know where she is. God. Yeah, this first person who talks gets introduced. That's the law. (laughs) I uh, fucking hate that. Our our returning champion, uh, Kari, is hi. It's me. I may sound a little abnormal because the uh, inversion's killing me slowly. Yeah. Uh, The asthmatic class of Salt Lake City will die first. We are the first. I'm I'm also in the sensitive group. Yeah. Are you? I just wrote a song. I just wrote a song. Well, that's a different thing. Killing her softly with our smog. Killing her softly with our smog. (laughs) (laughs) This is Darwin. At work. Oh, God, yeah. If you want to buy an inhaler for me, feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Peachiuscari. My <laughs> account. Yeah, oh, man. Seriously. Like, let Kari breathe. And it's literally just me doing inhaler stuff, like videos. Oh, there's got to be a market for she'll, that. She'll there. send you a picture of her colonoscopy. Oh, yeah. I'll send you a picture of my colonoscopy. That's a rule 37. I'm sure there is. Oh, for sure. Um, I would prefer if you followed me on Twitch TV at twitch.tv slash Peachiuscari. Because you're nice there? Because I am. I have to be. I have to be nice there because it is a family-friendly streaming service. I can't show any nipples, male or female, and I can't... Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> How's that family friend? I don't know. What's, how are these <laughs> kids eating? <laughs> That's right. It's true. It's true. Um, but yeah, you can also don't follow me on Facebook. Follow me on Instagram at Peachy Ascari. Um, I disagree. What? I, I, I like to see that you're sleeping in a kitchen. Oh my God. Moving was the worst, you guys. <laughs> I can't even begin to express... Oh, moving. I didn't. Nobody warned me. All the homeowners think it's funny. They're like, <laughs> she doesn't know. Like she doesn't know that they like the Rocky Mountain Power Company would drill a hole in my wall. Oh, yeah. and you guys all know this. Trial by but fire. But you didn't tell me. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. sorry. No, because no one told us. Uh, yeah. yeah. One of the gutters on the side of my house fell down, and now my stairs are frozen. So not only did I eat shit, but when I was on the ground, like contemplating my existence, my gutter was in front of me, and I was like, "You're supposed to be on the roof." <laughs> Yeah, so. telling it that doesn't put it back up. <laughs> Homeownership is the worst. I am. I owned a couple of houses once. Yeah, I'll never do it again. No. But you're not. You're not making somebody else rich. It's true. Yeah. It's, I. I will. You're not making forever. egg rich. No. <laughs> no, you're not. He's yeah. not. He's not making egg rich. I'm not. He's Shannon Barnes. I'm not everyone. making anybody rich. I'm no. not making my fucking self rich. You're making my heart rich. <laughs> oh God, stop oh. it! Oh God, oh, my I kill God. people I for you. I take the energy. I take I like them to the, the West Desert and I throw them down a mine shaft for you. Oh, stop it. I like the energy she brings to this podcast. Mm, so good. Stop it. <sighs> Come to my goddamn podcast. 
Pub quiz. Pub quiz, whatever it is. This is this is this, <laughs> this is your is podcast. podcast. Listen to that come podcast. To, come to the pub quiz Wednesdays. Lucky thirteen. If you win, you get uh, everybody on the team gets ten dollars towards your tab. Damn. Nice. Yeah, nice. and uh but then everybody wins because you get to hang out and listen to me. Yes. If I come this week, will you do like a specific trivia category for me? Uh, request it right now. Okay, hold on. I need a minute. She doesn't um, even know what she wants. No, yet. I, I know. Well, I was thinking, have you seen The Good Place? Shut the has, fuck up. Has he seen Have the... I seen The Good No. Yes, and the new season started this last yes. week. Yeah. Holy awesome. fuck, and it's a different show again. Every time. Every single it's time. So fucking it reinvents good. itself. I saw the, I went on the Hollywood uh, Universal Studios lot tour, oh, yeah, and yeah. the whole, the whole uh, studio's there. Like, like almost every set uh-uh. for The Good Place is there. The street, like the main street and stuff, is there. It was really cool. It was really, really? Cool. yeah. It was. I'm incredible. going there this summer. I'm excited. You have to do the lot tour. It's my favorite. If they're filming, does they shrimp fall you. out of the sky? Absolutely. You just have oh. to open your mouth. <laughs> Giant ah. shrimp. Oh, Ariana no, I Grande. love that show. I could. Uh, is it a popular enough show though? You think it's pretty it? popular? I mean, it, it's, it was nominated for quite a lot of things, and it didn't win where it should have. Yeah. But uh, I'll do a good place trivia. Fuck it. Yeah. I, I did the the last time I did the lot tour yeah. that you're talking about. You know where you get the trams. I and love everything. it. It was like it's like 45 minutes long. It's the best part of the whole. Okay, so the, the last time I did that. This will give you an idea. Um, they had a Battlestar Galactica. Big fucking two. That, that ice the, cave. Well, the, the, that was the $6 million man Bigfoot ice cave. The, yeah, they, they, turned, they turned it. it into the... But then they, they you went inside of a uh, Cylon base star <laughs> that landed. This yeah. was the original BSG, yeah. though, yeah. not the new one. And so Ugh. there was uh, this room, and it's like there's Cylons just standing there. They're not moving yeah. because they're just standing there. Statues. They're statues, yeah. essentially, and they're... And they're talking about how we've captured you, oh, and, and you're not getting away, and, and and we're you know. And that cone-headed thing came up. Yeah, came. And, and then then a Cylon, then a galactic warrior comes out of nowhere and just starts shooting the Cylons. Now here's what happens when the Cylons got shot. This is how old this is. This is like in the seventies. From dude. from the waist up, he would shoot them. And they just split in half from the yeah, waist up. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Practical they, effects, man. And they didn't even really fall. It was just kind of zhit, zhit, zhit. Well, that's how Cylons die, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I and thought. That was, that's how you know they're Cylons. And that yeah. was it. And and I just, we drove out of there and I just went, no. I'm not going to do so, I was so little, I thought it was fucking awesome. I also loved, there was that part where uh, it was uh, the, the other... Uh, Six million dollar man th- stuff. Yeah, where you got to go stand in a in a um, jail cell, mm-hmm. and two of the, the the bars were remember they were rubber, yeah. and you could yeah. be like, I got a picture of me like. They also had the giant. And you can also rocks. they had the weighted vans, so you could pick up. Yeah. The van. Dude, the last time I was at Universal Studios before this last time, it was for Terminator Two. And they use like the fire, like there was like the fire grate and the Terminator's being lowered into the whatever, the hot lava. I can't remember the movie very well. Lead. Um, Lead, thank you. And I cried until my mom took me home. So that was the very first thing that we did was go on the lot tour. And then that happened and I cried until she took me home. I didn't know you had such a connection to cybernetic entities. Dude, and then my parents left on a trip after that and I thought that they had been lowered into hot lead. That was like, I made this connection where I was like, my parents are dead now because the Terminator got them. The the last time I was like in any of those three parts, was that time that we, <laughs> me, you, and Jimmy and oh, yeah. Lola, recorded in Disneyland? That's and we right. Got I was so I'd been there for a week with Jimmy, so I was so fucking hungover. And then we got extra drunk, so drunk that we didn't actually record a podcast. <laughs> That's you true. Right? You had to push yeah. record. Yeah. And remember, like <laughs> it didn't record. Yeah. And by the by the end of the we were that gone. We ended <laughs> oh, in uh, the the cars, the Saratoga, yeah, or the whatever Springs thing, and. 
Radiator Springs. And radiator Springs. <laughs> and, and there was all those kids there because it was graduation week. Yeah. Yeah. I almost threw up on the cars right. Oh, so I was just like, <laughs> 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 like when, it started, it. <laughs> when it started going fast, I'm like, oh my god, I don't fucking hate Disneyland. Start getting, <laughs> start getting the sweats. Yeah. I'm going, lunch I'm going back up. this summer. I hope I'm not that hungover. <laughs> he didn't realize that Kari had an affinity for cybernetic organisms. <laughs> no, no, I did not. He is it's good uh, to know. Designated <laughs> driver and producer of the program. He is Quad T. Hey, so I didn't know that Twitch wouldn't allow for male nipples. No male nipple because. There was an outcry because obviously they're trying to stop all the cam girls right. from taking over Twitch. Sure. Um, so they were like, "Hey, no, like excessive nudity." Um, and What's it's excessive nudity. Is well, that like a colonoscopy? So I know, right? Because <laughs> I've shown my colonoscopy on Twitch and it was fine. I didn't get banned. Yeah, that's but, medical science at um, that point. Yeah, Twitch goes by the standards of dress for like public, like public in the United States, which is thirty percent of your butt has to be covered, and then like thirty percent of your upper torso has to be covered. So those are the rules, basically. But no male nipples because women were like, "Well, if men can show their nipples, why can't oh, we?" Oh, sure. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. So I mean, it, I mean, it, societally, it doesn't really make sense because people will pay to see my nipples and they will beg you not to show yours. Right. You know what I mean? Well, see, I so I like He-Man couldn't have a Twitch. I could no. take my shirt off on a Twitch channel. I'd still be okay. You would actually because of the fur. Because you don't have any. You nipples? can't see my nipples. Thirty percent <laughs> of your body is covered in fur. Exactly. Yeah. So I still. Slide under that bar. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking about doing what that. What about drawn nipples? Oh, that's another good that's question. That's a really good question. You should come live draw should, on my stream we, sometime. Should we try this? Yeah. <laughs> oh, draw me like one of your French girls, but I'll be wearing like, like I don't know, I'll think of something. Battle armor. Anyway. Yeah, there you go. You can check me out on Twitter, <laughs> at Quad T Tony, or always here on The Geek Show or every other week on The Gadget Spot, and maybe on a Twitch channel with a hairy chest. We'll see. That's someday. Good stuff. Yeah. Someday. <laughs> Lee George Cade, everyone. I have a rich Wookiee pelt for yes. a chest. Yes. Not not quite a Tom Selleck, yeah. but, you know. Rachel up. sends us photos. Don't worry about it. Oh, no, she doesn't. She's <laughs> a modest woman. She, she wants that all for herself. Keeps that in the boudoir. <laughs> That's her Lee. The boudoir. So, so this is man is lovingly you manscaped. You just don't know about the manscape uh, uh, group chat. The, uh, the ice tunnel that was referenced earlier from Universal Studios was originally made as a special effect for the 1960 series, The Time Tunnel. Ah. Because in order to have the three uh, different twisting direction tunnels to make that swirling time tunnel effect. Ah. So <laughs> then they use it on Six Million Dollar Man. Yeah, because they already had it. They're like, yeah, yeah you might as well reuse. Yeah, they reused the War of the World set for Bird Box, I guess. <laughs> they <laughs> the, uh, anything. the last time I was at Universal Studios, I was with you, Carrie, and we almost got kicked out for heckling the Star Trek experience. Oh. Because <laughs> they made the audience into Klingons, and we were so pissed because obviously I was the right choice. Yes. And they chose some stupid guy and some stupid girl and some stupid other girl. Yeah. You know, like they weren't good Klingons. <laughs> uh, terrible. You can read about those experiences and more on my uh, continuing columns on Bleeding Cool, where I'm writing about movies, uh, comic books, and collectible games and uh, television Gotham. shows like The Gothams, which uh, I honestly uh, am, am so much more excited about than I really should be. Because right. maybe it's going to hurt me. Maybe it's not. I can't tell. We're only... You're an abusive that, relationship with that show. I, I, loved, I love it, and it's kind of funny because I, I've been accused of being too time. snarky about it, but I'm really not. I, I genuinely love their enthusiasm for the source material, even if they are a bunch of drunk, abusive uncles. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Speaking of drunk, abusive uncles, I posted an Instagram story that said, can't wait to be back in the basement with my dads, and your daughter replied and said, I claim my dad as my dad. 
Oh, well, oh. she would. How does that sweet. tie into drunk, abusive uncles? <laughs> Are you calling us drunk, abusive uncles? I mean, it oscillates wildly. <laughs> and I would like to think that we're like brother, sister, not it's dad, true. daughter. You're like, yeah, I'm like the Come on. I'm like the brother that beats you up and you're like the sister that cries. <laughs> How did she turn that around on me like that? I mean, she's not wrong, but wow. Tony's so gentle and I am so mean. <laughs> and I think of us, I think of you and I more like like the the niece and we're like the only people that get along at uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, we're the ones with tattoos who are like drinking out of like water bottles, drinking vodka out of water bottles. I just got these fucking people these right fucking here. people. <laughs> that is 100% us. Well, uh, sitting in. Uh, Chad Hardy, everybody. I'm still Hi, here. Famous, you are still here. <laughs> yeah. Famous uh, comic book artist, Chad Hardy, uh, who's who's drawn all, all your favorite DC all characters. Your favorite a stuff. lot of Juggalos. Yes. Tons of, he's, a, he's a big Juggalo Juggalos. illustrator. No, I'm What's just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you wrote a Juggalo is? You guys, let's just say. I do. I oh. do. Of course he I do. Is He's incredible. You made Harley Quinn what she is, and I'm yeah, not fucking saying That's the truth. That's the, like everybody that cosplays Harley Quinn at this point. We owe you everything. Mostly your design. It's the goddamn truth. Absolutely. And if you only had a nickel for each one. And as a woman, I thank you for that. Last time, I, last yeah. time I checked your Kickstarter, Chad, um, you yes. had 173 backers. Uh, you are still at 173 backers. So, ladies and gentlemen, operators are standing by to Kickstarter.com. <laughs> like and in the search <laughs> in the search fields, you were to type in the words Chad Harden. That's H A R D I N, and it's the Art of Chad Harden, Volumes One and Two. Uh, we need to see this at 200 backwards by the end of this recording. Damn or it. The good Lord is taking me home. That's right. And if Holy we do, shit, not you. Yes, no, me. If we get those backers, we will re record We Are the World, but it will be us singing. <laughs> yeah. You'll see so. my nipples on Twitch. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you'll get to see my nipples on Twitch. I'm willing to no, make that. No, you, last time you made that promise, it didn't happen. It's so true, stop. actually. I shouldn't make promises. Chad, make, I can't a plea, make a plea like one, of those, like one of those kids on the Jerry Lewis. <laughs> I'll go even further. Okay, Carrie, we'll go even further. Are you going to show your nipples? I will, oh. on that recording that you're talking about, yep. sing the Al Jarreau part of We Are the World. Oh, my God. Shut as up. long as I get to be Lionel Richie, you I don't care. You can't do that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but we're changing the word. I want to be Cindy Lauper. We're changing the word. I want to go, wow, 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 wow. That was so good. Changing the word world to worm. We, so are, the we are the worm. We are the worm. <laughs> I think Chad would appreciate that. Yeah. How about <laughs> we are the warg? We are the warg. We are the warg. Oh, so tell us about yourself, Chad. We really hijacked your intro. Sorry. Sorry. No. That's We're excited you're here, and no, that's we, why we did I'm excited that. We got the here. we got the Kickstarter info out. Yeah. We got it all. But what are you doing the Kickstarter for? For people to, who didn't listen to the last it. episode. To give me monies to do temerity. Temerity being. Because if you ever cursed someone who created an independent comic, and you're like, why is it so late? It's because they're starving to death. or Yeah. Know, they, they need monies to operate. It's not like the Gerard Way and they yeah. have My Chemical Romance money. Yeah. Surprisingly, yeah. DC will not give me money to draw my own company. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You're weird that way. What's the elevator pitch on Temerity? Uh, um, like I said, uh, Robotech, Battle of the Planets meets uh, Oran Host Club. God, I just want to make out with this project. Club. Let's, yes. let's yeah. specify real quick. The, the Kickstarter you're backing, you're getting art books. You're getting not, my not art books. Temerity. Yes. No, he's no, raising the money no, to start. I'm running, yeah. yes. Yeah, we're getting the money to start Temerity. But that, more, is that picture of me in it? In the art book? Yes. Oh, Should fuck be. yeah. But the more Get the it. art book... No, it's not. But, <laughs> but the more the art book But sell, it hasn't gone to print yet, so... Yes. The more Let the art book... Cha- Gemma, Gemma, if you're listening... <laughs> the right more now. the art books sell, the more money you make from the art books, the right. more time Bingo. you'll have to work and dedicate on Temerity. Exactly. Yes. Right. Yes. right. sounds sit, awesome. Sit in my basement, lock, my, lock the doors. Because distraction-free work is important for creatives. Oh, for, um, oh. So that you have more time to my procrastinate. My wife's like, why, why can't you work during the day? And there's like 
children and animals running around in the house. Pure yeah. chaos. Yes. No, midnight to 4 a.m. That's right. magic every, time. Everyone goes to sleep in magic time. Yep. I know that. Mm-hmm. That sounds amazing. I'll have to check it out because I'm a huge fan of Oran Host Club. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a huge fan of Robotech. Jim, yeah. Jim is writing it. I love Robotech. Not me. I, I just do the draws. Well, I mean, but the draws. I mean, you're yeah. aware of the source material, so it's going to be really cool. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah. not forget about our host, huh? Mr. Kerry Jackson. Hey! Hey, Kerry. Hey, um, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com. All right. Uh, this uh, was something that we were talking about earlier, but I have all the details. Uh, how many of you at this table have seen or experienced the Black Mirror Bandersnatch Me. episode on I, Netflix? I, I, I yeah. like to piece together the pieces based on Lee talking about cereal. I've been through. I, it. I did. I've been through it four times. Four times. Four times. Oh, yeah, I only did one. Well, the second time was a social experiment to see if my children would make the same experiment, uh, same choices I did oh. without my influence to see if they grew up with the same uh, nature over nurture. Oh uh, no, ethical uh, compass? ethical compass yeah. that their father has, and it turns out they did. So they ended up with almost exactly the same ending. Interesting. And so then a friend of mine who always plays uh, chaotic evil murder hobos in D&D <laughs> went with the chaotic <laughs> evil murder hobo path and oh, ended yeah. up with the uh, completely different ending. Alcavians. I, the f- the I five got, star like, ending? Yeah. You can tell the endings by how many stars he got. Mine, mine there's only was, one semi-happy ending. Uh, the semi-happy ending is actually the most depressing, and that's the one I ended up with. And my, kids, yeah. my kids ended right up the with bat. the yeah. uh, kickboxing with the uh, psychiatrist ending. And then a couple of people I know who went the murder hobo route ended up with the you're successful, you have a top-selling game ending. Right. And then one person had the you're a 2019 uh, video game developer who's basing a game based off of a 1980s game based off of a 1960s. Well, I think I got like, I think and I got like a bunch of me and Jen went down that rabbit hole and I finally realized a lot of like, false endings. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, yeah, I was like uh, about three hours in. I was like, oh, oh, we we got to stop this because we'll never go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Ever, ever, ever. My favorite ending. Is, my favorite ending was when you tell it when you have. The computer tell the character that Netflix is controlling. I did that. Yeah, that so was my fun. favorite that one, one too. That yeah. one's awesome. I did yeah. that. Yeah, I love breaking the fourth wall in that regard. I remember crying in bed reading an R.L. Stein choose your own adventure book oh, because yeah. I couldn't stop reading it. So this sounds very similar. Where you're like, "Where's my autonomy?" <laughs> well, and th- and that's what's great about this episode is mm-hmm. that it, the the character himself is asking, "Where's his Where's his autonomy?" Yeah, I've been moving for the last yeah. two weeks, so I've missed uh, Into the Spider Verse, and I've also missed Bandersnatch. So I'm gonna have to catch up on these now that I have internet at home. Um, well, what I liked about it, can I say? I think this is gonna be one of those things we look back on, well, and yeah. it's gonna be like kind of a watershed moment a well, little yeah, bit like for, for like interactive a bit of a game television. Changer. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's the thing is that you know if if you watch it and compare it to the rest of the series Black Mirror, it's not a great episode. No, no, no. But but the it technical is. stuff behind right. it is so neat. Exactly. The way like, they like pull Jar Jar it off. Binks was not a great character, but he yeah. paved the he, way for, for motion capture. Yeah. Planet of the Apes. Yeah. What episode would have been amazing for Choose Your Own Adventure is that one with John Hamm, the dating one. Oh, that would have been that good. That was my favorite episode that ever. Because like, there's so many options. Yeah. He has so many options to like follow this girl, follow that, listen to their instructions. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like It would have been incredible. Well, uh, naturally, uh, the episode is being sued. <laughs> of course. Uh, well, by R.L. Stein? Is it R.L. Stein? No, by a company called Choose Co. LLC. The original. The children's the book. Yeah, the children's book publisher that owns the trademark Choose Your Own Adventure. Uh, wow. And here's a fun fact. They don't make those fucking books anymore. I was going to say, I don't think they still make books, do uh, they? See, here's the thing. I guarantee you they do not. Here's huh. the thing, though. This, the, you know, and everybody went, oh, eh, Choose Co., whatever. Mm-hmm. 
There's more to it than that. All right, let's see. Uh, according to a complaint filed in uh, Vermont federal court on uh, last week, uh, two weeks ago, I mean, Chuseco has been using the mark since the 80s and has sold more than 265 million copies of Choose Your Own Adventure oh, books. Sure. I used to buy those okay. from the Scholastic things every Same. time. That's oh, yeah. fair. That's yeah, fair. I, I, I bought so many of those, I got free kitten posters yeah. just coming out of my bat. The, uh, <laughs> the plaintiff says that 20th Century Fox currently holds an options contract to develop an interactive series based on Choose Your Own Adventure series that, beginning in 2016, Netflix actively pursued a license. Uh, Chusco and Netflix engaged in extensive negotiations oh. that were ongoing for a number of oh. years. The bitch is guilty. The but plot is guilty. But Netflix did not receive a license, states the complaint, on at least oh, one occasion. Netflix, you shady. On oh, at least shady. one occasion before the release of Bandersnatch, Chusco sent a written cease and desist request mm. to Netflix saying, stop using the choose your own adventure mark in connection with the marketing efforts for your TV program. Well, they such... could have changed one word. Change, uh, choose your own story. Choose your own ending. Choose your own ending. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, choose Co. alleges that choose ne- your own path. Netflix yeah. is uh, benefiting from association with its iconic brand. And really, that's how you explain it to people when, they, is. when they say, yeah. tell me about Bandersnatch. They should have used a different word, but then yeah. everybody else in the world would have been yeah. like, it's like choose your own this adventure. Is, this yeah. is silly to me because yeah. Netflix... If they were asking for more money, Netflix has the money. They yeah, got the money. they do. And yeah. and the truth of the matter is, is it could have been a very symbiotic relationship for both companies because it, you easily. use it to explain Bandersnatch, and Bandersnatch brings more recognition to the newer generations about Choose Your Own Adventure. Exactly. Well, my wife worked for Netflix for a short period of time, and so the whole place was run like, you know, like libertarian gangsters paradise. <laughs> what <laughs> that, does that mean? I don't know what that no, means. It's, it's, there's just, it's Picture just, Mad it, Max. It, there's there's oh, no real but with more branding. Mad Max, but with a yoga studio. It's yeah. super Max, super by Prius. It's super super cutthroat, and like people oh, are okay. encouraged to riot each other constantly really? to to try to better the oh, snitches yeah. get stitches. Yeah, that sounds so like my much. job. Yeah. Huh. Additionally, Chusco points to the complaints uh, to one scene where Stefan Butler, the main character, is preparing to pitch a video game he wishes to develop. He explains to his father that the game is based on the work of a fictional book. Right. Uh, the father says that the author must be good because his son is always flicking backwards and forwards. But the character responds, no, it's a choose-your-own-adventure book. It's right there in the script. Yeah. So, yeah they straight but, up say it. But, you know, it's interesting because there's a series of books that started about the same time from Steve Jackson games in the mid-'80s. Uh, they're called the Fighting Fantasy books, and mm-hmm. they're literally choose-your-own-adventure-style books. But you would come up with three attributes for your character, just like in a role-playing game, and you would actually roll dice to come up with what page you came to, right? Oh. And these books have sold hundreds of thousands of copies. Wow. They are still in print, and never once did they have to fall back on calling themselves Choose Your Own Adventure books. Yeah. To, you create your to own brand. Themselves. You're creating your right. own brand. And the Fighting Fantasy books are still being produced. Yeah. They're a lot of fun. If you liked Bandersnatch, by the way, there's a video game. It's an indie game. You could play it on like a really old laptop. It's called The Stanley Parable. Oh, and that's, it a, is that's a great so game. So good. Well, and it's, it's they're, a, they're remaking it for the Switch, I think. Oh, well, of course they are. And they're the adding more content to it as well. Uh, <laughs> it's so awesome. So, like, you start as like a guy in an office and you hear like a narrator and it's like, Stanley sitting at his desk. So good. Yeah, and it's like, and Stanley should get up and open the door. And if you don't open the door, there are consequences to it. And it's really interesting. It's like a it's, exercise in free will, choose your own adventure. It's so good. And it good. breaks the fourth wall. It's so fucked up in a way where it like criticizes you as the player. It's like, why won't you do this? What is wrong with you? Like, it's really interesting. It's, I yeah, I can't, I can't recommend it enough. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's so good. Now, I'm just curious. 
Was there any significant consequences to me picking Frosted Flakes over the other cereal? None. No. 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 There no, isn't? No. And add later on. And the only real consequence <laughs> to your music choice was the soundtrack you listened to. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I yeah. picked Thompson Twins. Of course you did. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean... Because it just made sense to be choose now hits? in an well, 80s period, you know, thing. I, you know. But there there were cool options where if you if you got, like, an early ending and it would send you back, it would change, like, your your restart would change. Yeah. Yeah, I really? noticed that, too. Yes, yeah. yes. That's, like, like, that's why we so were on it for, like, three I know, hours. I know, I yep. know. like... That's, yeah, yes. I find it's like fuck. That just right. creates recursion. Yeah, <laughs> and so I, it really did mess with me. I'm like going, oh my gosh, Colin knows what I'm talking about now. I do yeah, think you it's, know, yeah. I do think it's the Atari 2600 of of uh, interactive of television, television projects. Yeah, because yeah. we're we're gonna look back on it like you know, right now it, it feels really revolutionary. In a few years, we're gonna look back at it on as pong. Yeah, but as I was looked watching it, I saw the beginnings of the holodeck. Because you had, well, yeah. There's, 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 there's dozens of hours of entertainment in there somewhere. They well, completely produced yeah. and acted out. Here's the thing: the next, fifty hours. The of, next step would be to merge something like that with VR. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, that, you merge, yeah, you merge those two that'll, together. That'll be the next step. And, and, then and they're, on it. Or, yeah, they're on it. Or how about this? You remake the Clue movie. Right. Oh, uh, oh using yeah. this I, uh, technology to get different endings. Loved or, that movie. Or uh, your Sherlock Holmes. Or, or that. Yeah. You know? Detective stories. Oh, you could God, easily start trekking into oh, darkness. Or they could do like a constant, like <laughs> they could do like a Constantine. There's a whole untapped yeah. market of true crime freaks, like yeah. absolutely freakish about true crime. Like everybody right now is listening to that cold podcast with Susan Powell coming up with their own theories and stuff. Like that would be incredible. That'd be so and, much fun. And there are games on the market that are very similar to this, uh, even uh, other than the Stanley Parable games yeah. by Quantic Dream mm-hmm. on the PlayStation. You have uh, Detroit Become Human. Very similar to this style. Just a fantastic game with a fantastic story. Production production value through the roof. Well, the funny part is, is really all they did was make a a movie that was almost a video game. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So it it was a lot like, what was the the PlayStation game with Dana Plato where they're in a house and all the kids were getting murdered? Yeah. And it it was about... strokes? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, strokes. Was it Before Dawn? Huh? Yeah. Before dawn? No, no, it came out like 1994. Oh, no. It was on the Sega Genesis. It was on the Sega Genesis. You're right. Yeah. You're right. And yeah, it was I on, their, di- the it was on their first it. disc drive, and you're yeah. you're with Dana Plato and a bunch of other uh, slumber partiers, and people were getting. I think murdered. that's what it was called, yeah. slumber party. Could have been. No, we're just tricking people into playing video games. But regardless, I think it was called <laughs> the last. I think it was called the last thing that Dana Plato ever did. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Actually, probably because. <laughs> Didn't she OD and like? Yeah, okay. she, she. I was not there, and you can't prove that I was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at Lee like you know. Uh, different time travel. Different strokes. There. They yeah. all died early what in you different ways. Did, yeah. yeah. Oh no! Wait, Todd Bridges is still with us. Sorta. He's the only one, though. Is he? He yeah. is the only one wow. still with us. He's the Highlander of different strokes. <laughs> he is. He took, <laughs> what was his name? He took Gary the dad was What was his name? Conrad. Conrad Bain. Yeah, he died from He's being gone. old. Yeah, Did you guys know old? that? Is Charlotte Ray still alive? Charlotte Ray left us, too. Yeah. Now, Conrad Bain actually failed in his uh, plea to destroy Gotham. That's too bad. Shut up, <laughs> Conrad Lee. Bain. Come on. I hate you. No I one see. knew his first name. <laughs> They just called him Bane. Bane's first name was Conrad. This makes total sense. That's the worst. That's the uh, worst so, pun you know, ever. The, the thing is, is, my first no. name is Conrad. I think we should Mr. euthanize Lee. I we? just <laughs> need to adopt two children, children. from the suburbs. Well, Willis, you need to be nicer to your brother. Oh, my God. I used to when your room is clean, you have my permission to eat some ice cream. <laughs> now, now that I've told you my name is Conrad, I must kill you, for no one must Cole's know this information. Well, uh, oh, uh, Arnold. Arnold. Arnold Drummond. Arnold. 
Stay away from the bicycle shop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate it. I used to be friends with Gary Coleman, which is really sad. Really? Yeah, what? My very first job was at Hammond Toys in the Cottonwood Mall. Oh, I can see it. Because um, he loves sorry, the trains. I meant the Crossroads Mall in Sandy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he loved trains, yeah. But uh, And Hammond Toys was a mostly like a train hobbyist they had like yeah. two of their aisles were trains mm-hmm. and that was my very first job when i was 16 and he would come in and i remember pro- racially pro- profiling him the first time he came in because <laughs> he was wearing a hoodie and i could see that he was black like i could see his hand You're like so why is this black baby in here right i was like <laughs> why is this black child in here um well and also like there are you have there's all my title nine training is like right <laughs> i know seriously i used to be I in hr too al- i almost so. pulled him into hr too yeah i used to be in hr um, like, no. we gotta talk this is your first offense a 16 year old girl in utah so this would have been 14 years ago um She's the the amount of black people in utah was 0.05 percent so it's the same as our blood alcohol level um, <laughs> and just not as, mine right now yeah, and so just as often arrested for it. i'm legitimately gonna say at 16 years old gary coleman was the first black person i ever saw in real life i'm not joking i'm serious wow. about that wow. So he, he bought a couple trains and he had his hoodie on because I think he was trying to be discreet. And he, and he came up to me and he bought a couple trains and he showed me. We had to ask for ID always. And I think that he thought by way of me asking for ID, I didn't know who he was. And I did pretend not to know that he was Gary Coleman. So he <laughs> showed you know? me. Um, well, I didn't know. So I, I avoided. You knew looking it was at, familiar looking, basically. Right. I avoided looking at his face because at the time, if this is your first interaction at 16 years old, you were a fully formed adult almost. Uh, and you've no, never seen not. or interacted with you a black are person. Not. I know this is really well. I'm also half Polynesian, so half of my family is brown. It shouldn't have been such a weird experience for me, but I didn't even look at his face. So when he showed me his ID and it said Gary Coleman, I was like, "All right, it is your duty as a professional human being, knowing that this man has lived a really tragic life as a result of fame, to not acknowledge that at 16 years old." (laughs) And uh, he came back every single day for the remainder of my time there. So I started working there in September, and I left in the middle of the busy season in December because a lady called me a bitch for not returning her Halo action figures. Um, Those are expensive. Yeah, well, I only had two hundred dollars in my till, and she wanted like three hundred fifty dollars back. Besides, Jeez. McFarland toys make shitty, shitty plastic. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. Gary Coleman came and ate lunch with me, so I worked three times a week, and he came in every single week for four or five months um, and ate lunch with me. Wow! Every single day, so he'd get like the teriyaki place, like you know the yep. chicken teriyaki place where they pour your this, like the sauce on it, and then he would play D and D with me. So that's are you fucking that kidding is me? Yeah, like so a really cool story. He made a cleric, yeah, and I would play a paladin, and we would like do justice things like we were all like we were like lawful good and he loved that this like he would never so fucking sad isn't this the saddest thing when he i passed always away, played lawful good characters the three of us could have had the best time he loved it he was like he's like i love being a healer he's like i feel like i'm a healer in real life he's like i like to heal people he's like i played D on set when i was younger he's like and this is so much fun for me so we would play for my entire shift six hours i'd play D. it was so sad when he died because there's all these jokes and i get it it's funny yeah. whatever but the dude was like very kind-hearted. He was a good person, and, and he was like just preyed upon his whole life. Yeah, and he yeah. never. Yeah. It's crazy because like I was a like cute, skinny, freckled, sixteen-year-old girl, and he never once made any sort of pass at me. Not really? once. No, hmm. it was not like it was not even remotely sexual. One time he threatened to beat up my boss because he was hanging out behind the <laughs> counter with me, and we were playing D and D, and I was talking to him about like I can't remember Mario Kart or something, and my boss came in and he's like, "What's he doing behind the counter?" Like knowing it's fucking Gary Coleman yeah. and treating him. Like like a yeah. pariah and I'm like well it's he's my friend he's coming to like play D&D with me during my shift and he's like well you can't have friends at work and I was like that's fine and Gary Coleman like walks out and then he comes back after my boss leaves so he's like waiting outside the store for my boss to leave and he's like do you want me to beat that guy up <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he like was aggressive about it he's like Cause for the only time I saw him angry is he's like I will beat your boss up he's like I'll give oh, you a man. job he's like you can come work with me like wow 
That's, that is a story. crazy story. Yeah, you know it's that, weird. Right? It's weird. It's yeah. a crazy story. It's weird because he would hang out with me all the time. And I remember one time somebody recognized him behind the counter with me. And it, it was this guy with two little girls. And he was like pointing out. He's like, is that, is that Gary Coleman? And Gary just turned around. He literally, he was behind the counter with me. He just turned around and went completely still. And he would not acknowledge that man until he left. So he just loved it that you just like treated him like a person. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah, it was sad. Anyway, sorry to bring the. No, no, I wish I could oh. have met him because. He was uh, so kind. I played the best game of um, Star Trek The Next Generation pinball. Oh, yeah. In his, uh, in his arcade on, uh, on Venice Beach. Oh. I was stoned out of my gourd, man. <laughs> and you were a god. I was just like, ding, ding, ding. I became like a, a, an admiral. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Gary Coleman, for doing that for both of us. Yeah, we were going to get into Warhammer together because it was like right next to the D&D stuff was Warhammer figures. And so we started reading the rule books together. We were going to start painting figurines. And then then he met that terrible lady. Yeah. Who looks remarkably like me sometimes. Like if you look at her, you're (laughs) like, oh, it's a crazy redheaded lady. Like horrifying. Well, on that note, I think we should break for lunch. Holy shit. I don't know how we go any further. (laughs) After these messages, we'll be right back. Happy New Year from Cabin Fever, your go-to shop for tin signs, lunchboxes, coffee table books, retro candy, playing cards, gift wrap, and a whole lot more. Located in the hearts of Trolley Square in downtown Salt Lake City at the corner of 500 South and 700 East, it's Cabin Fever, so much more than a New Year's card store. Cabin Fever is wishing you a prosperous New Year. They are your go-to shop for laughter, kitschy memories, creative and fun merchandise. Cabin Fever is officially over 35 years old this year, thanks, in part, to Geek Show customers like you. For the record, being a local shop and catering to all of Utah's diverse communities for this many years is no easy task. However, because Utah is chock-full of amazing people, Cabin Fever has been able to stay relevant in all climates. Cabin Fever would like to welcome you to 2019. Go on in. Let's all laugh together. Crom knows we could use a good laugh. Is quality kitsch a thing? Cabin Fever thinks so. Located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East, it's Cabin Fever. So much more than a quirky card store. Booze Teak can step up your gift-giving game. You'll love the geek barware. Get Star Wars or Star Trek drink can cozies, Han and Leah teacups that say, I love you, I know, and more. Plus Funko Pops, including Ivy's favorite, Death from the Sandman comic, and Funko Bob Ross as Deadpool, and even more geekware. Don't forget accessories for wine and cocktails to entertain and celebrate. Gift cards are available as well. Located at 315 East Broadway, they got free parking at Booze Teak. Get 15% off when you say, Geek Show says hey. Our favorite locally owned sexual wellness resource has moved to a new location. Go check out the beautiful new Black Velvet Boutique at 595 South State Street in Clearfield. Now when it comes to sex, as with any healthy relationship, good communication is key. Being confident in the bedroom is sexy, and knowledge helps you get your most confident, sexy self. Black Velvet Boutique's helpful and friendly staff will answer your questions and find out what you need, or they'll leave you to your own devices. It's entirely up to you. Enjoy the best parts of being an adult with intimate bedroom toys and lingerie from Black Velvet Boutique. Go see the nice ladies at the all-new Black Velvet Boutique on 595 South State Street in Clearfield today. Visit them and uh, mention the radio show I work on, Radio from Hell, for special discounts. Ask our friends at the store for details. Black Velvet Boutique, their new location, 595 South State Street in Clearfield. 
or you can go to blackvelvetboutique.com or call them, 801-525-1583. They're open seven days a week. Black Velvet Boutique. If you're a gamer, you know, love to play games, board games like uh, Dungeons & Dragons, Magic the Gathering, Pokemon, you'll love Haster Games. My guess is you've heard of Haster Games if you're a gamer. they got new lines of metal dice to go with their gemstone dice in. They have a great weight to them. Die-hard dice and gravity dice. And they carry more dice than anybody. And these have been selling very well. Guilds of Rivnica, a great new set for Magic the Gathering, is now available. Uh, for Dungeons & Dragons, a Waterdeep Dungeon Heist, two weeks early for sale. Go see this wonderful campaign for Dungeons & Dragons. Haster recently added more display cases, a sound system, uh, more shelving for their huge game library, and yes, you can play games for free at Haster, and computer kiosks to help you peruse their inventory and order cards. Stop by and see all the newness at Haster Games. Tell them Geek Show says, hey, not only does Haster carry the best selection of all the latest board games and magic products, they will buy your pre-owned board games and magic products too. Haster Games is located at 6831 South State. They're open from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday, noon to 5 on Sunday. It's a great place to stay and play. Remember, Haster has it. Broken news, welcome to it. Uh, We will get back to the episode uh, entitled Conrad Bain. Huh. Uh, What? B-A-N-E. Oh, yeah, we were pretending like... Conrad Bain. We were Um, pretending like he was raising Arnold, huh? He was. (laughs) He was raising Arnold. He was because he was Conrad Bain. No, it's it's, it's a whole thing. This is the, this is the episode where all of a sudden we learned that Kari was she, a, yeah she just told the story that she's um, a good she was friends with the she was close friends with Gary Coleman. Did you hear? I mean, <laughs> you, wait, what? Yeah, Kari was friends with Gary Coleman. Kari lives an I, interesting life. I know, right? <laughs> her latest photo shoot with her friends are, are so are it's so cool. They did like I don't know what it is, but she's like in a. Red curly haired wig, yeah. and she's yielding a sword. It's fucking awesome. She looks like the the girl from Brave. Yeah, it's super metal, and I'm I'm like in I'm into it. It's she's cool. She's rad. Well, and then she posted some pictures just the other day of how she's now dressing up like a grown up to go to work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm proud of her. Which I thought it was great. Kari, I miss you. I know we haven't seen each other, and thanks for you know holding it down while I'm gone. Well, we'll get back to the episode. Coming up, right after this broken news, joining me for broken news, uh, Jay Whitaker. Hey, who, happy uh, new year, guys. You know, who hasn't been on the show since the I beginning. I was going to say, he reminds me of this guy who used to be on the show. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and uh, Shannon's here. Yeah. Uh, but uh, do you want you want to do your dates first, or do you want to, should we do news and then, because you've been out slinging yeah. jokes for folks. Yeah. Um, and well, um, just real quick. Yeah, okay. Real quick, I just, I do want to say thank you to all the Geek Show fans that I have seen on the road in Florida. I was in Jacksonville, Tampa, Orlando. Um, Texas, uh, we're in Fort Worth, uh, San Antonio, Houston. I mean, I know that this is the World Wide Web, but it still blows me away when, you know, I'll run into somebody in Florida who says Geek Show says, hey. It's the you coolest know, shit. Uh, you know, and, and you're running into it all the time. Yeah, you know? it's it's really cool. Um, shout out to Maya in San Antonio, uh, just came out. Um, she actually, she knew Jeffy and, oh. you know, it was, it was really, it was really cool to just, see those people you know because like you get you i missed you guys a lot and it's just like 
when you're out on the road, when you when you hear that geek show says, "Hey," you, for a second you're like, "Ah, oh, fuck, yeah, I'm, I'm home." You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. it's, it's it's nice. So I got a lot of dates coming up. Um, as far as I know, people that do listen to my my little small podcast, the IVM podcast, I'm I'm taking a break with it. I'm rebranding it. I appreciate all the emails and encouraging letters, but I'm just kind of in the middle of a rebrand process because this tour kind of dropped on me, and we're adding like 20 more cities and. I just kind of need to reset everything. Well, just remember that was the goal. That was the goal, and I and I like and Geek Show fans and and you know, my Geek Show family have made it all possible, and, and I, I really appreciate y'all for sharing the videos and and just supporting a brother. So thank we have you. we have the best the best listeners. They do. I agree. Absolutely the best. <laughs> I will not debate you on that. Yeah, we love each and every one of you. All right, where do we begin? I think we should start with that new Spider Man trailer. That was all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lee was losing his shit. Hey, dickwad. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, that, that, that got, like, I was already on board, and then it just, mm-hmm. when I got to hey, dickwad, I was like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Lee was losing his shit over this trailer, and I can't say as I blame him. I was, too. It's a good goddamn trailer. I'm just like, you know, th- I, and I said this a few years ago when, when, when you know, Tom Holland arrived on the scene mm-hmm. and gave us the Spider-Man that, that we knew and loved all us old-time comic book readers. Right. And I kind of had been hedging on my Spider-Man fandom. And really, he was he was my one of my first favorite superheroes outside of Adam West, Batman. Sure. But, uh, and I kind of wavered on it. And I know that Tom Holland made me a Spider-Man fan again. And he... He did it again with this movie. And I can't just say him. It's it's everybody mm-hmm. involved with this Homecoming movie. And I'm basing an awful lot on a trailer, I know. Mm-hmm. But that was goddamn Spider-Man. And oh, he for was sure. and he, and that was fucking Mysterio. And that was Hydro-Man. And hi- <laughs> like, oh, I I did some research on this. It may not be Hydro-Man. I don't give it like yeah. even if it even if it know, wasn't right? That's the thing. Even if it wasn't, I was like, there's a man in the water and he and the water moving. That's right. I'm but, with it. And I was like, oh, fuck. They're going to put the fishbowl on his head. But I they did. I didn't think they would either. I didn't think they would. And you, they you did. You got fucking Jake Gyllenhaal. Right. You know? My wife loves Jake Gyllenhaal. I'm like, they're not putting a goddamn fishbowl on his head. Oh, no, oh, they there did. There it is. There yeah. it is. But he's like <laughs> fighting shit. You know, like, is he a good guy? Like, what's what's going on? That's the thing about Mysterio. Yeah, it was you know, like, you, and then I was just like, is this, a, is this all an illusion? Because keep in mind, like, Mysterio fucked up the entire Marvel Universe. Well, yeah. Go back and read Old Man Logan. Like, yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, he doesn't deal in magic necessarily, does he? He just deals, he's like a magician. He's an illusionist. He, yeah. He's an illusionist. He's yeah. a special effects guy. Yeah. Uh, Quentin, what's his name? Yeah, it's something. Yeah, something it, with a Q in there. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. It, 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 as I'm watching this, and, and, and I did some research on the Hydro Man thing. Marvel is referring to these villains, and there's more than just Hydro Man in there. The Elementals oh, is what shit. they're calling That's them. That's cool. Uh, so that includes, and Seven. I did some research on it. There's there's a, f- a fire guy. There's a water guy. There's uh, I would love it if that's their bunch actual fire guy yeah. and water guy. Water guy. That's the best you can do. Fire guy. <laughs> I'm fire guy. Earth person. But uh, they're calling themselves the Elementals. So it may be Hydro Man or it may be this other guy who's just like hydro man without the name uh but uh, the elementals is what they're putting and so i as i'm watching the trailer and again i'm i have no knowledge this is just me i'm wondering if maybe mysterio is working with the elementals to fool people or Uh, if he because he's tricky or if they're like an illusion that he made or they're an illusion it's it's just like with that and that's the thing is is 
people. I got. I, I'm a little okay. All right. Because I know which story you're probably going to read about about how people are coming up with they're pissed because uh, now that we see oh, yeah. the Far From Home trailer, uh, Spider Man, and it's and a it, fucking comic yeah. book in Infinity Jesus War. Christ. Yeah, like chill. That's like remember like Cat and uh, and Jen got so pissed at the end of the movie. At the yeah. end of Infinity War. And, and Infinity War, and I'm like, I'm not fucking dead. Come on! It's, it's a comic book. It's a it's, guys. It's a comic book. It's not real. Yeah. But I mean, I, mean I, I looked somebody in the eye this week and I said, "So you honestly believed that Spider Man is dead and they're never going to make another Spider Man movie? You honestly believe that?" Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 well, remember when we walked out of Infinity War? I walked up and yeah, patted Aaron, the Disney rep, on the uh-huh. on the back. Like, oh, it sucks. They have to cancel all those, all those sequels. Now. Exactly. You know? <laughs> but it's yeah. but it, well, like the biggest thing is, and then. Honestly, with Mysterio involved, who knows what, the, like, anything is anything possible. Anything is possible. Anything is possible. This could be all one giant illusion. Yeah. One giant illusion. Yeah. Because, I'm, like I said, people go back and read Old Man Logan. Because I, I used to sleep on Mysterio, mm-hmm. and then I read Old Man Logan, and I was like, this dude could fuck up a lot of shit. I mean, we always made fun of him yeah. Yeah. growing up. You know, he was kind of a lame-ass villain. But when you think about what his what he what his skill set genuinely is, he could fuck up a lot of people. He could, and and they redeemed him in Old Man Logan. Yeah, Old Man and Guardian Devil. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I Guardian Devil. About yeah, that. that's right. That's right. Kevin Smith. Yes. Kevin Smith is the one that kind of recognized what he could do. Yeah, that's right. And so <laughs> it's just like go back and read those two stories if you really want to like see what Mysterio can really do. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I don't know if they're bringing that Mysterio into it, but it's just like if if that's the Mysterio that I know. Anything is possible. Well, we're and and uh, there's a great article if you want to, you know, it's 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 potentially filled with spoilers, but they got this guy who is a Spider-Man comic book expert mm-hmm. and he broke down the trailer and it's on uh, the Hollywood Reporter website in the Heat Vision blog. Um and he breaks it down to the minute what you're seeing and the clues that are in there. This guy is god his knowledge is amazing. Yeah. He's, he's I say this very I admire him. He's a fucking nerd. I admire it, though, because he has that knowledge. He's got that ancient knowledge. Um, and he breaks it down really brilliantly in that. So go look for that. I'm not, I, I was going to bring some of that here, but I decided not yeah. to because it's spoilery. Uh, so if you want to go and read that, it's, it's a brilliant uh, article. Um, but yeah, I did have people say, well, they fucking ruined it. Come on. Like, Come on. Y'all got really? to chill with that shit. Kill that noise, man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but it's a great trailer. And again, it's, uh, it's just made me a... A Spider-Man fan again? Yeah, that, like, well, I mean, y'all, y'all were there when I took my son to see Spider Verse, right? No, yes. I was not there. No. That's right, but you were. There. I wasn't there. Either. Oh shit! Okay, my bad. I'm. Yeah, you were there in spirit. Anyway, <laughs> but I took my son in that movie, and I was like, I forgot how much, like, before there was Deadpool. Yeah, I was raised on Spider-Man. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and I was like, God. Damn, I fucking love Spider-Man. That's I, right. I totally, He's had quite a year, Spider-Man. Yes. Yeah, and indeed. It was, and, yeah. and the same thing with me with that cartoon. Yeah, that is a brilliant, brilliant project. It was a. It was oh, a everything rem- about it is just yeah. mind blowing. Yeah. It was a reminder, and so then, like, of course, like you can't be mad. People were mad that it came. Like Sony dropped the trailer, or Sony Marvel dropped the trailer. Who gives a shit? Don't care. Like you go see that if you saw Spider Verse. You'd be hyped for it. Like, I was like, give me anything, Spider-Man. Yeah. Give me the fucking dune buggy. I'm kind of back in that mode again. Yeah. I you was, know? My, my little second grade buddy that likes to come and talk to me about yeah. uh, comic book movies and stuff. 
He's like, God, Mr. B. <laughs> Me and my mom went and saw Spider-Verse. It was so good. My mom liked it so much, she went and bought the soundtrack. <laughs> you know? The, so- the soundtrack is, is perfect. Oh, yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. It's really good. It's perfect. And the best part is, it's clean. Mm-hmm. I can listen to oh, that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's, oh, okay. There's not a single explicit word on that. On the on that entire album, I can listen awesome. to it with my son, awesome. and it's just a great, fun album. I love it. I, I, but yeah, like how could this yeah. is an exciting time for Spider Man? Let's let it. Let's let it all happen. Yeah, exactly. It's like um, another great trailer. Hmm? John Wick three. Yes. Oh boy. Yes. He, John Wick versus everybody versus <laughs> everybody. Killing people in the streets. <laughs> clap clap. He got two dog. Yeah. Yeah. Two dog. He got two dog. Ro- ro- <laughs> he's like a he's like a white DMX. It's great. I it's, love those movies. <laughs> well, how do you feel about uh, since we're on that sort of tip? Uh, how do you, how do you, how you feel about those Mission Impossible movies? Uh, uh, I watch them. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's just, I, I really it's, like to watch him run. Yeah, Tom Cruise running. Well, I mean, specifically the last two, Rogue Nation and Fallout. How did you Fallout, feel about those? Fallout was good. It was bananas. It was enjoyable though, right? Yeah. It is. Yeah. Um. Because they've asked the writer-director, Christopher McQuarrie, who, Rogue Nation and Fallout, uh-huh. um, he did those. They said, oh, we like what you do. Uh, how about a couple more? And he went, well. Yeah. And they said, money. Here's all and, the money. And he went, okay. Okay. Uh, I can do that. <laughs> Get your running shoes, Tom. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, they, uh, they've signed him to work on two more of those. So that means there's going to be two more good ones. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> No, everybody has been ever since Fallout. Uh, people have been, you know, courting him, and I know yeah. that I know that Warner Brothers has been courting him to do some DC projects. But uh, he he went with uh, he went with Mission Impossible, and can't say as a blame him. So there you go. Uh, let's see. The other thing that happened this week was the announcement of Jason Reitman. <laughs> oh yeah, coming on as a director, kind of writer. For a new Ghostbusters movie, a sequel, which is a it will be a direct sequel to the the ones from the eighties, yeah, uh, Ghostbusters two. And is, is uh, he Ivan Reitman's kid? Ivan Reitman's kid. Oh, okay. so he grew up in it, and uh, he's he is a fan of movies. He he just loves fucking movies. Mm. Uh, it's his, yeah, Ivan Reitman is the original director of Ghostbusters. This is his kid. Uh, he discreetly uh, co-wrote a script with Gil Keenan. Uh, director of the movie uh, cartoon uh, Monster House. The uh, movie is set to go into production sometime this summer. They want to. They're looking at a 2020 release for it. Yeah. Uh, they already the, got a little teaser for it. Yeah, the, the project has been under a veil of secrecy. The code name has been Rust City. Okay, I don't know why you need to do that? But uh, Sony is calling the new feature the next chapter in the original story. It continues the narrative of the 1980s classic. Uh, it has been described as a passing of the torch. Uh, it's unclear as to whether any of the original cast members will return. I can tell you right now that Aykroyd will be oh, there. Oh, he'll be there. Oh, he'll fucking be there. And Ernie Hudson said, I'm up for hey. it, too. You know, uh, so, uh, you know Aykroyd will be there. Um, sources say that Reitman is looking to cast four teens as the leads in the movies. Two boys, two girls. Oh, no, girls in the Ghostbusters. He... Well, here's the thing. Uh, he also said, Reitman said, it won't be, he says, we won't be seeing any of the, as he put it, brilliant actresses who starred in Paul Feig's 2016 reboot. He said, this new movie will follow the trajectory of the original film. Um, I love it. Like, every 
yeah. article that I see about this, like on Facebook, whatever, some fucking nutsack has to get on. Oh yeah, and complain about the all girl one. And that's the thing. It, that that's the only thing that I don't like about this story is yeah. that it 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 makes those assholes think that they won. Yeah, you know. I'm it, gonna say it again. I thought the that Paul Fag movie was fucking. Hilarious. It was hilarious. It was good. Yeah. It had everything that you wanted in a Ghostbusters movie there. I, I I don't I don't care what anybody says you know come at me because yeah. it was good it was fucking good yeah. it's in there on my shelf right now as a matter of fact I think I'll watch it tonight people yeah. are so afraid to fucking hear a story exactly <laughs> no like it's it's insane no they they knee jerked with that yeah with that Ghostbusters movie they just completely knee jerked they didn't give it a chance and they should have because it was good it's just like it's the whole thing with Zendaya as Mary Jane. Ugh. Domino, Mazazi um, Beats. It's just like if you're if you're not paying attention, you won't even notice. Now, I, now I grant it. Like now, there's certain roles like I would not like to see John Malkovich as T'Challa. Well, no, <laughs> right? no. Like, but I'd love to see him. As, I, I mean, he could try. Like I would love to see the screen <laughs> test. Like I'd love to see him as the Vulture. Yeah. But you know, we got Michael Keaton for that now. Yeah. So, but it's just like y'all got to chill with that Jesus, shit, man. Exactly. Kill that noise. Uh, well, somebody else who is uh, really upset about this new Ghostbusters movie for a different reason is uh, Leslie Jones. Uh, she uh, tweeted, so insulting, like, fuck us, we didn't count. It's like something Trump would do, Trump voice. Gonna redo Ghostbusters, better with men, will be huge. Those women ain't Ghostbusters. Ugh, so annoying, such a dick move, and I don't give a fuck, I'm saying something. Mm-hmm. I can't blame her for being pissed. Well, especially the way she got treated during the whole thing. Oh, she, oh she got... She's the, probably got PTSD from that. Out of, out of all of them, she yeah. got it the worst. Yeah. Gee, I wonder why. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the, and, and I, can, I can see that. But also, at the same time, it was established that that movie was like a different universe mm-hmm. kind of thing. The Ghostbusters did not exist. Right. And if they are doing a direct sequel, as Reitman says he's going to, I think he does have an opportunity here to, I mean, yeah, we probably can't bring in this cast, but certainly let's let's work on the casting. You know what I'm saying? Maybe down the road they could do one with the Two universes meet or something. That has happened in the comic books, and they did it very well. Oh, they did it with the cartoon ones? and the, with, in the, Yeah, in the, in the comic books, the original Ghostbusters met up with the Lady Ghostbusters from a different universe, oh. and the cartoon Ghostbusters ah. were all in there. And, and it was, if you're a Ghostbusters fan and you're not reading that comic book right now. Is it good? It's really, it's quite good. And, and the art has been, well, back, I had to drop it a couple of years ago, but uh, just strictly financial thing. But uh, the art was terrific on it too. And then the writing. So if you're a Ghostbusters fan, you really should be reading those Ghostbusters cartoons. Because in the comic books, anything can happen. Yeah. So, there's that. Uh, let's see. Uh, I have not had a chance to watch Star Trek Discovery yet. Because I decided I wanted to wade through Punisher season two first. Yeah, I got, there's so much shit right now. There is. So I'm I'm four episodes into Punisher season two, and it's 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 a Punisher series. I've know. been I've been trapped in a little town called Letterkenny. <laughs> That's what you've been doing. For like, I seriously was going to turn on <laughs> and start watching the Star Trek. Yeah. And then I went, oh, everybody says this Letterkenny's funny. 
I usually don't, you know, half the time I hear that and I, yeah. holy shit, I'm addicted. It's, uh, it's been renewed for a couple more seasons. God, it's been. But I haven't turned on my CBS uh, app yet because I want to, I want to plow through Maya did (laughs) Maya did already yeah because good for him I got his password (laughs) okay Uh, but uh, they they started out and apparently the first episode's pretty good uh, Netflix has spoiled us though because you know I can I can go through season two of uh-huh. The Punisher and be done with it and, and move along. Where with the CBS people, they drop it once a week. And I like uh, that though. I, 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 there's pluses and minuses. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I'll it's, tell it, you what. It's prepping me for Game of Thrones. Ah, okay. You know what I mean? I see. I see. I I wish like Letterkenny <laughs> it was like that because I've watched four four seasons in two days, <laughs> and I'm just like. I'm starting to talk like them now. <laughs> so I just call people nutsacks. <laughs> but the uh, Star Trek Discovery, uh, the, the CBS All Access people have made it official. We've been talking about it for a while, but they made it official that Michelle Yeoh is getting her own Star Trek series. Um, she will be the evil universe captain, Philippa Georgiou, and she will join Starfleet Section 31, which I'm guessing is, is this is probably... The beginning of Section 31? I, I don't know. But uh, they're going full out CBS All Access on Star Trek. Because yeah, we they, got the first image of uh, my man, my captain. Your Picard. Yeah. yeah you guys see that? Yeah. He looks good. Oh, yeah. Guy doesn't age. Yeah. I was just like, fuck. He bathes in baby blood. He must. So, uh, yeah. I, I don't know about that. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, so we're getting the, the Section 13 uh, with Michelle Yeoh, that's going forward. We're getting Star Trek Lower Decks, that's being worked on now. The Picard Show, being worked on now. They're right, also and they gave it a title. It said Destiny. Oh, Star- it's called Destiny. Uh-huh. Okay, uh, and uh, yeah. So if you're a Star Trek fan, I guess you need to have this app. I guess that means I'll be turning it on and leaving it on the way it looks. Plus, with the Twilight Zone stuff that's coming, that uh, the Jordan Peele's working on. Uh, Jordan, Jordan Peele is. That us trailer. I don't. I mean, I'm. Oh sure, yeah. yeah. Fuck that did, movie. Did you guys oh, dis, did you scary guys as fuck. That? Yeah. I'm, I'm not watching that shit. I'm gonna watch it, and I ain't gonna lie. My, I'm scared to watch it. Like, I fucking. I'm will al- not. I'm already just like. Ooh, yeah. I'm, I will not watch that fucking movie. I'm gonna, looks I'm fucking scary. It. It's it's that, that trailer alone is scary. <laughs> as scared fuck. the shit out. Well, me. like they took the the most one of the most classic hip hop songs ever. I got five on it, <laughs> and then made it the fucking creepiest, most yeah. bangingest shit I ever heard. Anyway, sorry. I'm yeah. I'm getting no. You're excited. fine. You're yeah. fine. Uh, uh, and then a couple final things, and then we'll uh, we'll move on to some. If you have any recommendations, I got some recommendations. Yeah. Uh, sad news. Uh, George Perez. Uh, he's not dead. God damn. He's, okay, but he's retiring. Uh, in an open letter, George Perez, comics legend. Uh, I'll I'll fill you in who he who he is here. Hey, he's, listen up, Frank Miller. Yeah, he was a writer and artist oh. on. Uh, New Teen Titans, Crisis on Infinite Earths, uh, with Future Mar- Imperfect, yeah, with Marvel Man, a lot of stuff for DC and Marvel. He's comics. Oh, he drew uh, fucking Crisis on Infinite Earths, man. Yeah, I mean that's all legend right there. Yeah, but has also done other stuff. He says he's wrote a letter. In recent months, there has been a great deal of speculation as to the future of my career, my health, my ability to draw, and my future convention appearances. As a result, I'd like to clear up. Everything firsthand so that there are no rumors or speculation or misinformation. 
with respect to future published work in comics and such. While I know it's been no secret that I have been dealing with a myriad of number of uh, health issues, diabetes, heart ailments, vision issues, they've indeed forced me to, for all intents and purposes, formally retire from the business of creating new comic stories. Uh, He went on to say, due to the strain on his eyes, private commissions will cease as well, with the exception of a small amount of sketches pre-arranged at conventions, though that too may be a problem, as he said that 2019 will be his last year touring uh, the convention circuit. Uh, it's always sad when a famous creator has to step down from their work, but it's you know it's heartening good. to see him going gracefully, right. you know, rather than just oh my god. Um, he said later in the letter, he says I've had a wonderfully good uh, run doing exactly what I've wanted to do since I was a child. Now I can sit back and watch the stuff I helped create entertain a whole new generation. There's a pretty nice legacy to look back on, indeed, George Perez. So yeah, he's uh, stepping back. So if you get a chance, to, if you get a chance to see him, head out and see him and thank him. I will. And we go back. Finally, this again that ten-year time travel, fifteen-year time travel. Here is future me coming to see Shannon. You know, yeah. Shannon Barnson of fifteen years ago. Hey, Shannon. You know what? Uh, uh, you know what happened to you? You're gonna. <laughs> It's a long story, but uh, you know you're going to get a Justice League movie, and it's going to do okay. It'll have all five of your main characters. It's going to do okay. Bullshit. But you know what? Who's going to have a billion dollar movie? Uh, Aquaman. Get the fuck out of here. Exactly right. It's so cool. Isn't that crazy? No, I knew that was coming. It's billion dollar movie. Go see it again in IMAX. I saw it twice IMAX, and I fucking love it. It it's it's in the billion. That's so cool. I'm. I'm just. It's chicks love Momoa, dude. Let's say it. I, maybe is maybe that's it. It's not even that. But I don't know. I mean, like it's that, but it's just like it's it's a cool story. I know? liked it. Okay, I, I'll watch yeah. it once on cable again. I can't yeah, imagine. like it wasn't perfect, but it was just huh. like. But at the same time, is Aquaman perfect? <laughs> no. I mean, so far out of all the DC character movies, The Dark Knight Rises was the one on top. Yeah. It has beat. A Batman movie. I mean, and we consider that Nolan trilogy pretty goddamn good, right? Aquaman beat beat that. He's beat uh, our he, Danny McBride version would have done that well. He he's beaten my favorite Batman movie. Yeah, with with Heath Ledger as the Joker. Yeah. Aquaman did that. So fucking crazy. I you know I yeah. It I'm makes just, the mind wobble. I I'm just blown away by that. I'm blown away by that fact that Aquaman has defeated the entire... Jason Momoa is going to be able to do whatever the fuck he wants now, huh? I know, right? <sighs> that means we're going to have to hear him talk more. <laughs> oh, no. 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 Just grunt. Just grunt. Jason, could you just grunt for us, please? Grunt big for daddy, please. All right. Anyway, so They're just going to make a move of him flexing. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bro. Uh, he's, he is a good-looking man, though. Yes. Oh, he's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, before we get back to the episode, anything um, we need to know? Um, I would, recommendations? I've, I've been catching up on a lot of shows uh, on the road, and uh, one in particular, I still need to get my way through it. For those who like anime and just and uh, love some good old-fashioned Street Fighter, Fist of the North Star type shit, yeah. Baki. 
like Pocky. Yeah, it's like about it's 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 definitely like it's it's Netflix produced and um Baki or Baku, whatever, I can't remember, but it's basically if you remember the Fist of the North Star from you know the old days, mm-hmm. it's like that. Like just hyper violent, just you versus me. Like the whole premise is that this seventeen year old kid is the number one fighter in the world. He's just this badass kid who's shitty at calculus and fails mm-hmm. fi- and fails phys ed. Oh. Um, he's basically like a superhuman in a way. And uh, one day, five death row inmates around the world break out of jail and they kill everybody in different mm-hmm. spectacular, ultraviolet ways. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're sold, and they would all leave in blood on the wall. Heading to Tokyo. Why? Because they want to taste defeat. That's all this is. It's basically a fucking beat 'em up. <laughs> and and then there's like a there's like a, a very sensual sexy. I was like, God, it, Japan is very extra in this. It's so <laughs> it's so fucking extra. You just have to watch it. And just like it's like thirteen episodes. It's way over the top. And just when you think the fight is over, oh, that guy's on fire. Mm-hmm. Oh, that guy got his throat cut. Surely this fight is up. wrong. Mm-hmm. Wrong. That doesn't exist. <laughs> so, And then um, I just started watching it was a trigger warning with Killer Mike from Run the Jewels. Oh, I, Holy I saw a trailer for fuck. that. Fuck. Watch the trailer. The trailer alone will make you want to watch it. Like, he's, 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 it's... It's a new way of thinking, you know, just for... Well, what's... what's? I mean, I just... I, I remember the trailer scooting past me, and I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I saw that it was Killer Mike, and he has a show, and that's as far as I got. Well, basically, it's like a new radical way of thinking for just... Not just black people in general, but just for allies and, and mm-hmm. everybody to, to think. I mean, like, uh, there's a conversation where a, he's sitting down at a table full of children, mm-hmm. like five, six years old, and one little... This little black kid is talking um, about how he gets bullied and, you know, this kid was making fun. He said, no, that's not. Well, that's not right. And then out of nowhere, this white kid puts his hand up and Killer Mike says, I'm going to get to you in a minute. And I, but I, I want you to let let this man finish because mm-hmm. you're interrupting his story about how he's being bullied. And he's like, we don't want to start you down the road of white privilege already. Wow. Like he. Wow. And, and he's but and he said and he <laughs> says for him. and he goes, do you understand why I'm saying it? And the kid's like, yeah. And he's like, and then he goes, dap me up. You're an ally. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it, it's it's fucking weird because wow. you're, you're watching, and then he's like he basically claims a, a, a small area or uh, called New Africa. He's teaching um, uh, the Crips about business, like so they can mark like market their own cola. Like he he wants to build black business black businesses, <laughs> Hispanic businesses, Crip cola. Yeah. Wow. And, and okay. it, it shows like this. <laughs> it, it shows like this marketing egghead from like probably South Jordan, and he's like, uh, he's in a room full of Crips, like Crips, yeah. Rolling Twenties, Hoover Street, Crips, <laughs> you know, Snoop Dogg, Crips, and then he's like, yeah, you guys should sell your own soda, and it's like Crip Cola, and it's like we did these marketing tests, and like it, it's fucking crazy. Basically, what he's trying to do is kind of teach not just not just black people, but I mean like all people to kind of think for themselves mm-hmm. and not be a, a slave to the nine to the five and, and be a mm. puppet and, okay. and finding our own independence. Oh, I know? like that. And I mean, yeah, it's definitely Afrocentric. Mm-hmm. So like 
you're going to watch it, and you're like, okay. That well, means then, folks like me can learn something. Yeah, like you're going, you have to keep an open mind. Because even my black ass was like, damn, <laughs> this this is like heavy, dog. <laughs> it, 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 you know, he, like in the trailers, like yeah, I want a new a new savior. Like this whole white Jesus thing. Let's throw that shit. I was like, I'm like, and even the black preacher who's Creflo Dollar was like, nah, man, I don't like lightning gonna strike me right now if, if you're going around talking about that. It's it's crazy. You just gotta watch it. And what's it called again? It's called Trigger Warning with Trigger Killer, Warning. with Killer Mike. Okay. And he's trying to do something. I, yeah, I know he's he's been political and um, yeah. So then um, he's good friends with Bernie. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Um, who? Check out Earth Gang. Earth Gang is is they're on Spotify. Oh, okay. I've been listening to that on the road. It's got like a little Anderson Pack vibe. And if you haven't listened to Anderson Pack's new album, listen to that. But Anderson Pack, Earth Gang, good mm-hmm. stuff. All right. Uh, I'm just gonna really encourage people. But I feel stupid now, but uh, seriously, go check out Letterkenny. Um, it it's one of those shows. You ever watch a show and you look and say, how do these actors play off each other and just not break? Not laugh the whole fucking time. Mm-hmm. It's one of those shows where oh, okay. every single character is so well developed and so well played. Mm. I just sit there and I fucking laugh the whole time, like almost anything that anybody says. So it's it's set in a little town in Canada. Uh, the main character, I want to be Wayne when when I grow up. <laughs> he's the toughest guy in Letterkenny, <laughs> and he's just like he's almost like a weird Canadian robot. But uh, <laughs> and it's got a great soundtrack. I'm listening to the soundtrack in the fucking car. So, as they say on the show, pitter-patter, get at her. <laughs> All right. I um, uh, just want to say that um, You're the Worst is back for the final season. Oh, God, that's been something else, And huh? it's been something else. And uh, also, for a second season, uh, a show that uh, I want you all to to see. Uh, it's it, Go back and watch the first season and then jump into the second one. It's called I'm Sorry. And it's on True TV. Yeah, is that good? And it's uh, I love her, Andrea Savage. Yeah. She is one of the funniest uh, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's one of the funniest people on the planet right now. And uh, you, you need to see this, okay? Because she is awesome. That first season was amazing. She's basically playing herself. She's a mom who's also, you know, she's got to straddle that world with the fact that she is a comedy writer. Yeah, and. And that, that's where the I'm sorry comes from, because she acts one way with her friends with a comedy show that she's writing, and sometimes that slips into the uh, parental yeah. world. It doesn't uh, Melissa McCarthy play herself on that show? No, you're thinking oh. of a different show. Oh, okay. Uh, this is uh, Andrea Savage. You've seen her before, but you've never known her name. She's, she's done a lot of great stuff. And she's Lots very, of character work. A lot of character work. Yeah. She's very funny. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's called I'm Sorry, so watch that. I Okay, anything else? Let's go. Let's get back to the episode. Conrad Bain, <laughs> please to enjoy. Booze Teak can step up your gift-giving game. You'll love the geek barware. Get Star Wars or Star Trek drink can cozies, Han and Leah teacups that say, I love you, I know, and more. Plus Funko Pops, including Ivy's favorite, Death from the Sandman comic, and Funko Bob Ross as Deadpool, and even more geekware. Don't forget accessories for wine and cocktails to entertain and celebrate. Gift cards are available as well. Located at 315 East Broadway, they got free parking at Booze Teak. Get 15% off when you say, Geek Show says hey. This is not your everyday cafe, and this is just one indication. 
f***ing delicious Twin Sons Cafe is. Go eat there, you should. Mexican-influenced Americana cuisine, daily specials, and they're still rocking home delivery, along with a full-service catering. Find comfort food in a cafe inspired by a galaxy far, far away. That's Twin Sons Cafe in Sugar House, 2305 South Highland Drive, just across from the liquor store. Open from 8 to 3 p.m. daily, except Tuesdays. Get details online at twinsonscafeslc.com. Hugs are free. Twin Sons, not your everyday cafe. Out of this f***ing world, it's food is. If you didn't get what you wanted for Christmas, Dr. Volts has got what you need. Go in and get exactly what you want. By Crom, Conan the Barbarian returns to Marvel this month with all new stories from the Age of Sword and Sorcery. The newest issue of The Gull is on Kickstarter now. Cheer as he defeats the robot menace. Laugh as he contends with the irksome squirrel. And cry as he eats hot dogs out of the trash. The new issue of The Gull, live on Kickstarter now. Open seven days a week. The hold service is free. With that, you get a 10% discount on your purchases of $20 or more. And the previews catalog for free. 20 43 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Hi, this is Carrie, and I'm here with my wife, Sue. Hi. I'm so proud of her. She started her own business doing what she loves. Tell us about my workout buddy. I believe that working out with someone will keep you motivated and accountable to your fitness goals, so I'm your workout buddy. I will meet you at your Salt Lake County gym or rec center for a 60-minute workout session. If motivation won't get you to the gym, my workout buddy will. So you will come to my gym? Yes. The more you know about your own gym's equipment, the less time you'll waste trying to figure out a routine. I think it helps build confidence and competency, and that makes going to the gym more enjoyable. But you're not my personal trainer. Well, I'm a a certified trainer, but this is not a personal trainer service. So what do you do? I am actually going to work out with you. I'll do cardio, weights, group classes, whatever you want to do. I will help you with options to make exercises effective and help you towards any fitness goals you may have. That's a great idea. How do people start? Well, message me on Facebook at my Workout Buddy SLC or email me, myworkoutbuddyslc at iCloud.com. One session is $20. If you cancel an appointment less than 12 hours before the start time, there is a $10 cancellation fee. And why is that? That's motivation and accountability. And if you tell Sue Geek Show says, hey, you'll get half off of your first session, My Workout Buddy SLC. All right, so we are back. Okay. What was Are the hot, we? What was the hot sauce I just accidentally ate too much of? Miranda's. 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 Remember the planet in yeah. Serenity? Miranda. So I've learned a very valuable lesson about your wife who has absolutely no problem with the hottest of hot sauces. <laughs> She's a fire eater. She likes to take the little plastic stopper off of the hot it's sauce like bottles. A diffuser. Yeah. Yeah, the diffuser. diffuser. Or, so the, can, or the, little, the little meterer that you use when you don't want to pour more than one and a half ounces of The glugger. The yeah. glugger. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, when I, when I make her uh, uh, a Bloody Mary. Right. Uh, there's In the Tabasco, she removed the glugger, and right. I told her, don't do that because I need to measure it so yeah. right. that I know so I'm making you the you Bloody did, Mary. You, Turns did, out. you didn't <clears throat> like, do like nine shakes. It's, that's, it's, that's fine for It's certain. 12 plus one. Ah, so, yeah. so your so wife, thir- thirteen. Yeah. Your, your wife oftentimes uh, cooks <laughs> delicious lunch for us. Why is he and like And today this? she made an amazing, uh, an amazing fried rice. Uh-huh. It was so good. Yeah. Um, it was incredible. But, but I learned um, that uh, I should not take Sue's famous roasted habanero pepper sauce and shake it out over the thing because she takes the glugger out. The glugger's gone. The glugger's so, gone. Yeah. Her, her words were, it just gets in the way. <laughs> yeah, it's wasting it her time. Gets in the way. <laughs> I, I, I just pour half the bottle on this I, motherfucker. I literally feel like um, <laughs> the 
Klingon afterlife of Strovacor has yes. ignited in my heart. So <laughs> a lot of people, when, when, when you get yeah. spicy stuff, you get the hiccups sometimes. That happens yeah. to a lot of people. And that yeah. happens to me. I usually hiccup maybe three or four times and then I'm okay. Lee had the hiccups for about seven minutes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He it just was amazing. kept it took, plowing it's, through it. It took street <laughs> vodka to get rid of it. Look at it this street way. Vodka. Look at it this way. You got your ab workout in. Yeah. Oh, That's shit, right. dude. I, got my, I saw my ancestors. <laughs> And they were not happy with me. Lee, it is not your time. <laughs> Lee, why did you eat so much hot sauce, Lee? That fire in your belly. That's not an ulcer. That is Sue's answer to Struvacor. <laughs> you are not worthy. It's Suvacor. 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 Yes. All right. Uh, last week was the uh, Consumer Electronics Show. Indeed oh, it was. I was oh, yes, there was, yes, I was there. There was uh, quite a bit of... Uh, not that exciting announcements. That's really what I understand. Yeah. It literally passed was, without acknowledgement. There was a couple of good ones, but it was mostly pretty bleh. Well, there was something that, you know, I mean, I usually ignore it. Yeah. And I usually ignore car news because I'm not a car guy. Right. There's but, usually some bleed over but, in CES but between. You, you attach the word Marvel to a car story. You just like that. And, is it about Hot Wheels? And I went, Spider Buggy? <laughs> Close. Uh, this year's uh, CES. Featured uh, plenty of self-driving cars. Yeah, they're really working the autonomous uh, driving angle. And I understand that one of the autonomous cars ran over a robot. I didn't read this story. Yeah. It, oh, so oh, no. Is it the robot, 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 robot on robot, robot crime, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I said it first. You did. Excuse There's, me? You did. Maybe the autonomous cars are here to save Hold us from slow. the robots. <laughs> maybe that's it. Uh, but uh, there was there was that. Uh, uh, but in 2019, another theme emerged among cars on display. Uh, upgrades that are highway ready, like luxury electric cars, and changes to the in-seat entertainment experience. Ooh. Audi has like, mixed the two. They have turned their back seat to their all-new electric SUV, the Audi e-tron, is what it's called. That doesn't sound like a Skynet original at all. Yeah, they could have come up with a better name than that. Come the on, e-tron Audi. doesn't sound like it's going to murder you at all. <clears throat> They're calling it the e-tron. Jeez. Featuring Disney and Marvel's Avengers Rockets Rescue Run, an, <laughs> an in-car VR experience for the backseat passengers. This is a natural tie-in, obviously. Yeah. You know what? The only experience I want in the backseat has nothing to do with the Avengers. Oh, yeah. he loves his wife. His name is Lee. <laughs> want to give out that dick? Want to give out that dick? Pop off a piece of that duck. I figured he, I figured he was just talking about going for a drive. That's what, what? I thought. I just like a nice nap. See? That's what I thought, you know. <laughs> A nice comfy ride. Maybe take a nap. Mama cut off uh, a nice slice of that. Not the back seat. God, you need a clean room for that. So and it's bouncy. Shannon and I write Lee and Rachel fan fiction in our spare time. I know. So Weird. This, so this is a, a VR thing for the backseat passengers. Uh, while attendees could not buy the game, as it is in prototype only, uh-huh. uh, those interested could put down a $1,000 deposit yeah. for the spring 2019 delivery. That's an expensive... I don't want to hear about $1,000 backseat deposit. That's an expensive <laughs> game. That's an expensive late-time child. Yeah. Audi created and spun off a company called Holoride to develop the technologies needed to create a real-world, real-time experience that affects the game. Did you say Holoride? Holoride. No, Hollow. Hollow. 
hologram. Like, like a holodeck. Like, like holodeck. It's H O L O. Holo. Holo. We're back to that backseat stuff. Holy lives once. Okay, so it's a it's a holla. It just it went really good with the with the dick jokes. What happens if the guy in the backseat having the VR experience starts fooling around and like kills the driver? Well, it could be. Players strap on the headset, buckle in. I don't want to hear about backseat strap-ons. And with the gameplay being affected by the virtual driver in front hitting speeds of 90 miles an hour around hair, hairpin turns of a racetrack on the outskirts of Vegas. That's how the game is. And so I think it's Rocket Raccoon. This sounds it. like it mixes a little too much reality with the virtual yeah, reality. Agreed. They've factored in <clears throat> the motion of the car to the gameplay, apparently. Now that's cool. That's really cool. So, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, <clears throat> I remember looking out the window. <laughs> oh, do you remember? Okay, do I remember re- driving without a DVD player. Yeah, right? as, a, as a kid, I used to play like because we did a bunch of long road trips as, as a kid. Like I remember pretending there was a ninja running next to the car. Do you remember? And like you'd like look at the, like no. The, no, you didn't do that. I like, the building my, next to you. The I, 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 remember, the I just remember getting fights with my brother and getting fucking smacked. I just uh, I just remember <laughs> wishing my dad had something other than the best of logins and Messina on eight track. Oh, oh. logins. Oh. oh. John Denver, <laughs> Dolly Parton, and Juice Newton. Oh, on, Juice Newton on, yeah. on the A track. Yeah. I was also one of those kids that threw up a lot if I read anything. So my mom always be like, "Read a book." <laughs> yeah, I took drama mean a lot too. Yeah. Did she never like that's put what, those two together? That's no, what got so me I into think comics. she liked vomit. What got you into comics? Uh, we would take long road trips to Penguin Lake, Utah. We lived in Las oh, Vegas. Penguin, I've been there too. I used to go on family trips all the time. And that's where my dad would drive from. to Penguin, and I would grab comics. To read off the spinner rack, yep. yeah, off the spinner racks, yep. and yeah. that's what goes. Same with yeah. I used to draw. That's what I would do. Can't draw on a card. My dad had boxes of comics. I got. I, I got it off good. good. <laughs> <laughs> I read Watchmen when I was eight. Speaking of penguins, you know what I found out? So I, I didn't know anything about Goldenrod's side of the family. My my deceased dad. Yes. Uh, Jen's sister is a got a a, a, a degree in gene, genealogy. And she's been using her ancestry uh, account to mm-hmm. research my family. You and Jen are sisters. We're yes. sisters. <laughs> no, uh, that'd be fucking weird because I have a dick. But, um, uh, it's pronounced no. Dioch. <laughs> Dioch, I believe. No, but, like, but gender, apparently, gender is a construct. <laughs> carry with perfect diction. My, my, Dioch. My uh, dad's side of the family, they were like some of the original pioneers here. Mm-hmm. And they populated this whole fucking state. So are chance, we all related? Chances are we're all related yeah. To, yeah. to you somehow. Yeah. Everything goes back to care. Or, sorry, to Shannon. One one family had 19 kids. Oh, Jesus. We well, had to have farmhands yeah. back yeah. in those nah, days. Were, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. My so family's was, from an island. <clears throat> I'm safe. True. That was before they had Blu-rays and cars. She's, she's having a hard, hard time with my mom's side of the family. Yeah. Because... Uh, were they my, 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 my sainted grandmother, Marjorie, who I loved, was a whore. She was kind of a whore. She yeah. kind of <laughs> was not even joking. Not so like my sainted. mom didn't know her dad well, that's, and that's, stuff. That's yeah. what people are finding out about their ancestors with this whole DNA. Yes, yes. yes. They, said they got around. They got around. I've yeah. read a lot of articles about we, that. It tears yeah. families apart. We had, uh, we had some suspicions that there was a long line of con artists in our family, ah. and uh, the DNA test proved it. Oh, that's so lovely. So it's nice we, to be resourceful. We, we hit like the 1930s, and then there's this, this dead end because people started changing their names a lot. <laughs> I found out I'm the whitest 
white guy that ever whited. Yeah. No surprises. Like, that's you, exactly what you mine come is. from the whitest place in Europe. <laughs> it's always yep. Danish. You are vanilla, like, vanilla, vanilla. Like yep. Cal- Caliban is what he yeah. <laughs> yep. Seriously, I got mine and it was like 30% Scandinavian, 30% Irish, 30% English. Oh, okay. okay. Just a, well, a whitey, a, white, white. That's the thing is that my biological mother told me, says, oh, no, we've got a significant amount of. Uh, Native American uh, blood, a significant amount. I went, oh, okay, good. Had the DNA test. <clears throat> nah. Yeah, Not same a, thing. Nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hey, a, she's 167. I am so Irish, it's it's yeah. sickening. Yeah. yeah. No, my wife and I yeah. found out we're both 30% Romanian, which explains why we have so much fun lying to people all the time. Mine's kind of fun. Which is no insult to Romanian people. I'm sure plenty of you are honest, trustworthy people. Oh, yeah. Uh, Romanians? Uh, yeah. Apologies to our Romanian listeners. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we used to. Remember when we used to say nobody in Alaska listened to us, and then we had that dude come up? And tell us I'm that from, yeah. He was yeah. From Alaska. Oh God, I'm gonna hold my tongue. No, it yeah. was it was the was it was Eskimos. It was Eskimos, yeah. yeah. Because we, we used to yeah. say we weren't racist towards anybody but the Agulic <laughs> tribes. And That's right. uh, boy, that bite us in the ass. No, what's <laughs> crazy is uh, my family obviously Hawaiian, right? And right. we thought that it was Hawaiian Chinese. We thought it was a mixture of Hawaiian and Chinese because there's really no like pure quote unquote blood on Hawaii. Right. It's all like a melting pot. It turns out it was Hawaiian Japanese, and we were pretending to be Chinese to escape prosecution or persecution during World War II. So that's wild. I knew as fuck. Native American people at this casino I worked at in Oregon that pretended to be Italian from like 1911 to white 1960. White people can the difference. Well, no, because the white people are like, oh, bon obviously Giorno. Italian. Buongiorno. They're wearing those buckskins, those traditional Native, Amer- <laughs> Native Italian buckskins. Look at how fast he eats that spaghetti. Definitely <laughs> Italian. The, the, the weirdest thing I found out is I'm 175th Schnauzer. Really? Wow, yeah. pure bread, though. Yeah, but look, like, look at the beard. You can yeah. see it. I the can American see it, Kennel sure. Association. The yeah. yeah. Strange thing is, is that when we had Hudson's DNA done, there was some Barnson in there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Anyway. You have your own DNA well, we line. Did settle the whole. Congratulations. <laughs> it was a sad deal. We there was a weird <laughs> there was a story. The only way we found out about <laughs> Shannon was after we had his uh, anal glands expressed. I like she fit like a, her her sister Ellie found this weird story about. These people getting drunk and trying to cut up their landlord with a with a hatchet because they were drunk and it's, oh, wow. that's my family and that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, like, no, we yeah. we, we a found a, We found a story about my great great grandfather uh, Jonas Bedford who had both of his hands blown off uh, during the Civil War. He was in the Pennsylvania Reserve and a cannon exploded and took his hands with him. Dang. So he had two hooks. I bet he could. Hands. I bet he could barely handle that. <laughs> he no, was, he, no <laughs> it, it turns out Ooh. he was a real hands off officer. Oh. Uh, but. Anyway, so the stories from my grandmother was that uh, anytime Jonas would get upset during dinner, because they'd have the whole extended family of the children and the grandchildren around the dinner table in uh, Rushmore, and uh, he would slam his hook hands into the table and then twist, pull his hooks off, because they were connected yeah, a little hook yeah. mechanism. And, and so he'd leave his two hook uh, hooks in the dinner table, and he'd say... When you bastards are done arguing, I'll come back for my claws. <laughs> oh, wow. My fucking God. He'd leave the claws in the dinner table until the until the children I'm were not, done bickering. I'm not sure I believe this story. I was going to say this. Because you, like, you are Romanian. This sounds blueberries. <laughs> I, I am say, shifty. That sounds like one crazy hooker. <laughs> Stop it. We're, putting, we're, we're euthanizing you, Shannon. Hey. We're euthanizing Shannon after this show. Hands off to you for that Sorry. one, Shannon. He won't be in the third show. So um, these real, puns are terrible. Real, real quick, just a couple of news stories, and no, then, we'll, then we'll wrap things up. All right. Um, the Dune 
uh, remake. I love <gasps> Dune more oh, and than I n- Life Itself. My name is a killing word. Dune is the and worst book I've ever read. <laughs> Had wait, read to him wait. by a celebrity Tony hates, cast. Tony okay. hates Dune. It wasn't the worst, but wait, I really what? did not enjoy it. Tony doesn't even know how to read. Okay, let me give you like 50 other books that... Like I said, not the worst, but, Dune, but I really But Dune didn't. is responsible for so many so That's why I give it credit. Credit yeah. where credit is due. I mean, come on. It kicked off you know, the science fiction you stuff. You know what? I actually Space give you credit stuff. for that because I personally didn't see Labyrinth until I was a full adult, and I was like, this is fucking weird. Yeah. I hate this. Well, I, um, I mean, have you tried it see, on weed? I, I just barely... I read <laughs> Dune for the first time like three years ago, yeah. and I just I, it did not capture my I read attention Dune when I was 10. at all. So. At all, I, I read, read Dune when I was you an know, embryo. I, I, I guess I get it because I, I, I read Lord of the Rings and I can't get Your through Lord of the Rings. I can't See, either. I, 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 feel, feel, I actually feel either. the same way about um, Lord of the Rings. I I've do re- not. You as fucking somebody, blasphemers. <laughs> as somebody who wanted to be a linguist because of uh, Tolkien, it's that's totally understandable. Truly, honestly, there's something uh, that meanders. About oh, the whole, read, the whole series is a meander. Yeah, I read Dune like in penthouse magazines that I stole from my dad, like God intended. Yes, in the purest form. No, you're. You're supposed oh, to find them in the bushes. That's that's what I did. <laughs> oh, obviously, but see, you know, my dad had a collection. your bike track. Yes. Same, same, same. I literally, thing with, uh, I literally stole my dad's nudie magazines to read Dune. <laughs> Weirdo and jerk <laughs> off. <laughs> see, I was going to say well, that's only half of it. Come see, on. Here's, here's, um, here's the thing: is that it was after I found the the Playboy and uh, near the bike track. Uh-huh. Uh, that's how I discovered Hunter Thompson. Right, sure. So, yeah. you but you also because no, was... Hunter Thompson was hanging out in a dirt track field with a Playboy. Oh, my discovery of Hunter so. Thompson's totally like mundane. Then I just yeah, wow, sad. Well, okay. Anyway, yeah. Sorry. That's all. Uh, about, anyway, dude. What I feel about anyway, dude. Okay, so dude. Let's talk about nudie mags. Remind me. Is is Baron Harkonnen the guy who flies? Yeah, he's, he's the guy the with all the man. pustules. He's the fat guy yeah. in the hover chair. Yeah. He's the uh, they're okay. they're the sworn they're the sworn enemies of House Atreides. Yeah, um, okay. House, House Harkonnen. Well, then uh, this this makes sense because they have cast uh, Baron Harkonnen. Yeah, uh, for Ron the uh, for the remake of Dune, which is uh, legendary, is the film company making it. Cool. Uh, Stellan Skarsgård. No shit. Is going to play Baron What? Harkonnen. He's beautiful. No. No, no, no. You're thinking of the younger... You're thinking of Alexander Skarsgård. Oh, thank you. You're, thinking okay. of, you're thinking of True Blood. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly so, where I went. But, but you're like, could, he looked good burned up. Yeah. But he, old, could, he could play the sting part. Yeah. Stellan's the old uh, the old doctor from the Thor movies. Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. 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 Exactly. The crazy old doctor uh, and, from the And Thor it's movies. weird because we, we can... A lot of oh. the David Lynch, Baron Harkonnen stuff with balls just got sorry, sorry with, with the reality. <laughs> hello, Carrie's dog just said hello. Yes. the way Frank Herbert wrote Baron Harkonnen is not quite the way David Lynch portrayed him. He wasn't. Well, I'm just well, wondering: are, are the monsters going to have vaginas for mouths again? I can. We can only hope. That was artistic again, license. David so Lynch depends. Yeah, depends. That was, well, that's all the imagery I really relate to Dune is that movie. I well, because, ABC, because again, I didn't finish the book. Or. ABC did a miniseries that was actually more faithful to the source material. Yep. And then there were a uh, who was the oh shit. There was a, a director in the seventies um, who tried Jodorowsky. Jodorowsky tried to do Dune. I made a childhood fan fiction film. So. Yeah, and Jodorowsky did it get made? No, I said think, but there's, there's a, a documentary. Documentary, about it. It, and it's a beautiful documentary. Mm-hmm. But as a Dune fan, you're like, oh, thank, yeah. Oh. But the thing, the thing with but Dune, the vision behind it, though. The thing with Dune is that I mean, it's going to be if you're going to do it right, you have to do it long. Yeah, yeah. it should be a Netflix yes. series. Well, and, really and, what, and, 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 and what he said with this movie is is that he's he's going to make it into multiple parts. You know, it'll be a complete story when it ends, right. but it clearly needs to continue. 
So that's that's how it's Dennis Villeneuve. 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 What he do? Now well, let me let me say this though. I I'm definitely going to give it a shot. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. watch it for sure. You know, we like, don't our our modern filmic sensibilities are not necessarily those that will be friendly to Dune. You don't think so? No. Hmm. It's the kind uh, of thing right. where, like, we don't. You you look at movies from the seventies when when the new wave of of first influenced by sixties French new wave, and then we get into the seventies new wave, uh, the 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 new filmmakers in uh, Polanski and in uh, George Lucas and um, Francis Ford Coppola. Mm-hmm. Those guys kind of revolutionize the way we do cinema now. So you get into a lot of speed cuts, a lot of fast cuts. We don't take our time to tell stories anymore. So you get a lot of movies from the early 70s, 60s, 50s, where we took the time to tell a story. Or a movie that now would take 50 minutes to tell took almost two hours oh. uh, because we took the time to tell the story. Well, that's, that's, that's even TV. Like if you go right. back and watch like an episode of The, the Wire. Of the... <laughs> <laughs> no, he was... no. Did I say it? Did I say it? No, like The Six Million Dollar Man. <laughs> That shit is so boring. Oh, oh yeah, if you watch, so fucking boring. or even if you watch like To Kill a Mockingbird, which is an amazing movie, it's incredibly well made. And I don't think that if someone were to remake To Kill a Mockingbird right now, that they would take the time to tell the story in the same way. Yeah, that I tried did. to rewatch you Casablanca. Have a visionary and like Jackson that cares about it, <laughs> right? And that well, knows and what you, they're doing with it. You know, you're yeah. you're in a field right now that has been completely uh, revolutionarily changed. You look at the '80s comic books where Claremont filled every issue with words and words and words. What does the average comic book take to read now? Twelve minutes. Yeah. And yeah, it used 80s, to be a good twenty minutes, a good twenty twenty five minutes. And so I get to books. You like, ever interviewed Claremont? I did once. <laughs> I was there for a fucking day. It's not even a joke. He's me and Brian Young, and we're just like, seriously, bro, we've run out of tape, and we need to go. We we know you really wanted Katie Jean and Storm I, to like, be a I'm thing. I'm not even kidding. We were just like sitting there, like. Okay. This was fun, but now I feel like I'm being held. No, but we did. We did do a deep dive on the Hellfire Club and and uh, his his total ripping off of the '60s Avengers series yeah. to to get that. But yeah. All right. Um, so did you see the uh, Dave Bautista was and, cast? And Dave Bautista has also been cast. Well, honestly, as. I saw that, and that was the point where I said, "Okay, I'll give it a shot." because yeah. well, I really like Dave Bart? Bautista. I I, 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 I didn't catch the character that uh, he was. It would, if there's a character in that book that he's the beast Raban. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Sting's brother in the oh. Frank Herbert version. So okay. he's built like Robin. So all right. Uh, l- let's see. They're uh, just going to cast all the Harkonnens. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's the Harkonnen family, right? Yeah. They're the most interesting group. But I mean, it, you know, Dune. Dune basically was was strip mined for Warhammer forty thousand. Uh, so much popular uh, speculative fiction came from Dune. Where well, it, we could learn so much from it. I mean. The whole premise of having like one thing that gets the entire universe around. Yeah, yeah. well, like I said, credit where credit is due. I mean, even video games, real time strategy, mm-hmm. video games owe their existence to Dune. When, Starcraft, uh, uh, mm-hmm. Westwood Studios made yes. Dune too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that was. I'm, I'm excited. That to was see... a block away from my high school. Was oh, it really? That's, yeah. that's cool. I'm excited to see what they do with the Bene Gesserit. If they get the Bene Gesserit right, they get Dune right. Just cast me. It's fine. <laughs> You're not a weird witch. Did you guys ever take, did you guys ever take your bubblegum wrapper and, and make the gum jabar and go Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Chase kids around being fucking weird. Mostly yeah. I mostly I just had Patrick Stewart come to my house and teach me how to play the guitar. Spice. Like fucking weirdos. My kids like dad. Yeah. Okay. So question then. Yeah. The As someone who didn't care for the book, should I go watch the old No. 
Yes. No, 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 no. nothing. Smoke weed for the first time and watch it. (laughs) Read, try and read all the books because where it gets genius is where he skips 40,000 years in the future and all the 40,000. Yeah. And Duncan Idaho is a sandworm. And yes. Yeah. (laughs) That's literally what Warhammer 40 K is named after is the time skip in Doom. So uh, yeah, but you really do. Are they better uh, than the first one? Well, they, see, I love the first one. So you're asking the wrong person. Yeah. That's a good point. So David Lynch took his name off of the Dune movie. Yeah, he made Alex it an Smithy. Alan Smithy movie. Yeah. I'm going to be yeah. honest. I didn't know David Lynch was involved at all. David Lynch did Directed the original it. movie. He he, well, he he actually quit Return of the Jedi. He was the director of Return of the Jedi. A, could you imagine? And he quit Jedi to do Dune because... I don't uh, like David Lynch at all, to be honest. No, he's a bit of a ham but and yeah. a bit of a dick. But Ham dick. Yeah, George Lucas. George Lucas was too hands on for David Lynch for for Jedi, so he went on to do Dune. Oh, okay. And then the and then they stripped the budget. Well, they stripped the budget, oh. and then the studio the studio basically said this movie makes no fucking sense. So they added. 30, He's like, have you met me? They added a <laughs> they added a thirty minute narrated prologue with with just production art wow. at the beginning of the movie. That's Jesus. long. Have like, you oh. seen a racer head? <laughs> You I mean, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. I'll give it a shot because I, I do, once in a while, I'll do homework where yeah. I'll take an old IP or something and see what it was that everyone loved so much about I did about that with it. Seinfeld. I, I, watched, I watched Dune when it came out. I watched it probably 40 times in theaters because it, it stylistically for the time was pretty revolutionary. And I had toys. I, had, I'd, I didn't have the toys, but also Toto did the soundtrack. Oh, and I, I have I that CD, <laughs> and I still love it. And by the way, can I just say, fuck the song Africa? I don't fucking yeah, get it. Roxana's way better. I don't fucking get it. I don't give a shit who's singing it. I, okay, so listen, I think I accidentally started that meme because three years ago I had joked about how I was crying in my car listening to Africa, and somebody gave me a free Arctic Circle shake, and I swear to God, I may have accidentally started that meme. You made Weezer make that... I hated it. I hated it. I it sounds exactly the same. Yeah. And then in the goddamn Aquaman movie, there was that horrible fucking version of it <laughs> by Pitbull. That was pretty bull, bad. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, Fuck yeah. the song and it, and, Africa. And it was there without irony, by right. the way. <laughs> the <laughs> last time it was enjoyable is when it showed up in goddamn uh, the 40-year-old virgin. Yeah. Because it was supposed to be shitty. Because it's a shitty fucking song, and I don't want to hear anything else. Sorry. Oh, it's man. weird. No, it's fine. It's a weird thing I have. a talented band. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. All right. Once you do some no games, no Santa. It's true. Go do some games, Tony, and we'll we'll get out of here. You need to give Toto a chance, like I did. I Dune. Fu- I grew up with Toto. <laughs> <laughs> All right, games wise, what do we got coming out? This is the week of the twenty first, correct? Yes. Okay. None of that matters. None of. That. Oh, okay, I'm very <laughs> excited for this game. I already have it pre-ordered, and I don't pre-order games unless I'm super excited. Resident Evil Two Remake. Oh, so oh. good! Comes Those out. are the best games ever. Yes, high the five. Mansion. Yes, no, no, that was Resident Evil One. Why play that game? It was the police station. Yeah, the pl- oh, yeah. Yes. Raccoon City Police Station. Yes. Get out alive. So I, oh, actually, I hated that. The, the liquor. Yes, with the liquor. The yes. liquor happened. I I just got off work. It was like two thirty in the morning. Oh. I had a I had a shot of scotch, and I sat down and I playing that and the liquor came out and I screamed and woke up everybody in the house. <laughs> so Resident Evil 2 comes out this week. It's a full-on like redo from the ground up with the same characters and story beats and things like it's that. It's Chris, right? Chris Redfield? Uh, no, it's Leon Kennedy oh, and Leon. Claire Leon. Redfield. Yeah. Leon! <laughs> uh, and so I've actually, there, there's a demo out for it right now. Um, you can check it out on any of the systems, PS4, Xbox, it's PC. Free. And it's free. Yeah. And you get 30 minutes to play as far as you can into the game. Oh. Um, and I've, you don't I, need to pre order to access it, right? No, no, it's okay. totally free. Um, and it's, I, I did it already and it is, it is faithful. 
but new at the same time. Oh, so good. I'm very excited for this game. And then uh, also, uh, if you have pre-ordered Anthem, you get early access uh, to its demo this week. That one might be good. Uh, jury's still out on that one, though. Yeah. It hasn't come out yet. Uh, but that's it. That's that's really it. Next week, there's a big one that we'll talk about. All right. Yeah. On Fantasy Flight Games, finally uh, is releasing a book of non-player characters for their Star Wars role-playing game. So uh, I think it's been three or four years since they started doing their game, which is a lot of fun. But uh, actually having stats for both that Jyn or so and oh, yeah. uh, playing guides on how to introduce them to different eras of the Star Wars saga is going to be very nice. So look forward to that. Very nice. <laughs> I didn't mean that to come out the way it did. <laughs> oh, it sure did. It sure did. Shannon and I will ruin everything you love. Fucking street vodka. <laughs> it's we'll very it. nice. They got a hurricane, man. <laughs> this hobo came up and said, drink my magic juice, and I did. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh. Whoa. I do feel odd. <laughs> I just didn't know that the wings would come out this way. <laughs> Mr. B, if you would, please. I ate the ham and <laughs> half a cup. Seriously, fuck that song. Oh, man. <laughs>